0: Okay, get ready for the Friday edition of the Robert C. I. Bell Show. We are uh, live on the 16th of September, 2022, uh, heading into the weekend. But before you get there, you got to go through me. Well, actually, some people are already there. In fact, our first two guests on from New Zealand, live from New Zealand. You heard of Counterspin Media. We've had, uh, uh, well, Kelvin on before talking about what was happening in the midst of the lockdowns and, and the protests in New Zealand. Uh, And Hannah is also Hannah Spear is going to join us as well to give us an update on the attacks on freedom of speech in New Zealand. Media people that are actually linking in or have information on their computers that are uh, well deemed to be objectionable. What does that mean? Objectionable. We're going to learn from them about that and how you must speak up and speak out. People of, of planet Earth. This is not a time to go silent. We've got some updates on Fauci's love affair with Big Pharma. Um, how about, uh, you know, if somebody famous dies and they find evidence that they actually used an herbal supplement, even if it has nothing to do with their death, will they blame it? Will they attempt to blame it? Yeah. We've got to follow-up on that. Uh, why you want to avoid bottled water? Uh, let's see two days to doomsday doomsday for supplements in America, but first and foremost, what emoji are they going to have to ban next? What emoji? If you've guessed it, you've probably already seen in the show notes at Robertscabell.com or get in our newsletter. Text RSB to 22828, and we'll get this healing party started right about now.
1: The Robert Scott the Robert Scott Belgium
0: All right, straight from the generation that knew nothing about emojis. What is an emoji? I, I'm still trying to figure it out uh, to those of you who know them and go, you guys are old. What are you talking about? Emojis. Of course, emojis. These are uh, apparently, they're, they're symbol, apparently, I say. It, it may be under investigation, these emojis. Could they be used surreptitiously to overthrow governments, to overthrow the pharmaceutical control of planet Earth? Emojis. You know, what's what's the real danger? Well, the real danger is speech, freedom of speech. The ability and the willingness to speak up, speak out, communicate what you are seeing, hearing, witnessing, experiencing, and sharing that with one another. Especially when the governments around planet Earth are attempting to suppress you from doing just that. What is it about freedom of speech that is so threatening to the power structure of planet earth? Is it that when we communicate heart to heart, mind to mind, eye to eye, ear to ear, whatever it is about our experience, we find out that the vast majority of what is spewed out by government and government spokespeople around the world are basically lies mistruths disinformation misinformation and malinformation yet that is what they accuse us of delivering simply because we have a different viewpoint a perspective that is rooted in the dignity of existence and the life that you lead the willingness the ability to adventure in life and experience things that are unapproved by any government anywhere even among western style democracies We've covered over the past few years tyrannical lockdowns and shutdowns based on the fear of germs by governments like in Canada, in Australia, New Zealand, throughout Western Europe, England, and yes, even in the United States. And the, gr- the greatest threat apparently right now, as we've seen over these two plus years, is people speaking out and disagreeing with the official stories spewed by those who would lie and deceive us so that they could own and control us under the guise of helping us remember oh, what was it ronald reagan said uh what the nine? i don't know if it's the nine most dangerous scary words in america we're heading into halloween there already halloweening everywhere it's only september but that's what happens and they say hi we're from the government and we're here to help you i don't know how many words that is but basically yeah when you hear that you got run hide your kids and hide your checkbooks hide your money because they're coming for it they're coming for you now coming back to the emoji situation i you know i was honestly very naive about emojis and you learn that people use them in kind of silly ways you think it's it's a it's a a fruit or a vegetable but apparently it's not (laughs) it means something else and people figure this out long before i got wind of oh that's what that means okay i hope i don't see that on my kids you know Text messages, certain emojis that are just harmless vegetables and fruits, but apparently not. Now the government is going after the carrot. Governments of the world going after carrots. That's right. There it is. Danger. Carrots. Censor it. <clears throat> Erase it from history. The carrot, which I love so much. Carrots. I grow them in my own garden. Are they going to ban those? Because we might take a picture of them and use them in a way that upsets our elite controllers of the lies and the messaging of fear. The fear porn, in fact, you talk about censoring porn. No, it's fear porn. You know, to censor something. How about fear porn? So what is it? Well, apparently, and according to this article via the BBC, anti-vax groups are now using carrot emojis to hide Facebook posts. You know, because we can't use the actual jab emoji. Apparently, there is a, a syringe emoji. But that's much too overt when we talk about the things we can't talk about. The V word, vaccines the J word, jabs, those words are, they kind of light up via the algorithms and say, oh, no, 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 you can't say that here. Boom, banned, boom, deplatformed, boom, censored. And they get people on their side to go, well, these people are dangerous. Do you know that they're sharing carrot emojis that really mean syringes? And they're secretly being able to have their groups in areas where we thought we had banned them to talk about vaccines in ways that are unapproved by us by those who control us I, I, this should be an onion story should be a babylon b story but no it's bbc oh my gosh it's outrageous and in the story there's a guy i don't know is this guy eating too much soy mark owen jones he says he just got invited to a facebook group with a couple of hundred thousand members where people share stories about why they think the covid vaccine killed people they knew We can't have people discussing those thoughts, even if they're correct. In this tweet, he says, but instead of saying vaccine, they use the emoji, the carrot emoji symbol, presumably to evade censorship. And he says, very odd, very odd. What do you, what do you think you morons among the censorship community? What did you think we were going to do when you said, well, you can't say this. You can't say that. You can't do this. You can't show that. Well, we figure out a way around it. because." Humans are smart. You censors are dumb. What do you think was going to happen? And the more you ban emojis, the more absurd and stupid and and, and and infantile you look. So keep it up, fuzzballs. Keep banning emojis and saying how dangerous we are for using fruits and vegetables, not in real life, but as little cartoon characters in a way that allows them to speak about things that we forbid them from speaking about. Wow, where have we come as a human species? My gosh, we got to hide the carrots, <laughs> hide the cartoons. I'm not, I can't make this stuff up. I'm covering this. And yet, we have some very serious issues to discuss, very serious issues related to your life, your liberty, your property when it comes to censorship. How far does the censorship go? Do they come and round you up? I mean, it's one thing to banish you from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. But how long will it be before they actually file criminal charges, claiming that you violated some censorship provision that they'd like to say, well, that's not really censorship. We're just trying to protect the public from what? From seeing something they shouldn't see? Now, I I think we could, as uh, adult humans, figure out that there are certain things that probably should be censored. And I'm like, oh, is this Robert Scabell? Is he going back on his freedom of speech thing? You love it except for this. No, when you talk about the abuse of children or even animals, whether it be sexually or otherwise, and the share, I mean, that's just sick and disgusting. And those people, yeah, they've got some serious mental issues that need to be addressed, whether it be through criminal statutes or otherwise. But are we talking about that? when we talk about the threats to your life, liberty, or property, because you shared a story that counters a government narrative. For instance, and we see the Western-style democracies of Canada, Australia, New Zealand, England, tragic events have occurred in their recent histories, killings, mass killings, perpetrator or perpetrators, real or imagined utilizing firearms, and killing or slaughtering innocents, including children horrible, disgusting events. And in those countries, they convinced the people that the real perpetrators were the firearms themselves and got these countries, the people of those countries to voluntarily give up their last line of defense against tyranny, much less criminals, the firearms, New Zealand, Australia, England, Canada, with very limited exceptions, pretty much the right to keep and bear arms does not exist. And in America, they've attempted to get us to give up our arms via tragic events. Never let, what, a a, a tragedy go to waste? Whether they were induced artificially or organically transpired, we do know that the vast majority of these disastrous school shootings that have occurred since the 1990s at least were the result of people, young people, particularly on psychiatric medicines approved by the Fear and Death Administration, I mean the Food and Drug Administration, FDA. True. Not an, not inaccurate, not an exaggeration. 90 plus percent of them, they were on Ritalin or Prozac, some kind of SSRI, any number of things that limit or remove the limitation on behavior. You might have a suicidal or homicidal thought or ideation, but you'd never do it. And suddenly on these drugs, they do it. Now, this doesn't preclude the also additional issue of programming people. MK, MK Ultra type, uh, you know, programming of the mind. These things do exist, CIA, etc. Not a conspiracy theory. It's factual. It's evidence. We know it's on the congressional record. Yet those things are are just no. That's not real. That's a conspiracy theory, and they've utilized that term to dissuade people from communicating, lest they be relegated to outcast in society. Yet more and more of you are realizing that you can no longer. Pretend like they would want you to pretend that conspiracy theorists are crazy people. They're actually the people with critical thinking skills. Whether you like what they're saying or not, the defense of freedom of speech and engagement in investigation, like the media used to do, is something that you'd want. They call the fourth estate that would hold the government's feet to the fire, the people in government say, hey, what about this? You say this, but I see this. And it's like now the media around the world are the sycophants in support of global governance, much less domination of governments within certain countries to sell the narrative that guns are deadly and they kill people as if these inanimate objects can do anything without somebody actually pulling the trigger. And who are the people pulling the trigger? Well, are they government agents? Are they people on psychiatric meds that have been programmed to do? I mean, any number of questions, not allowed to ask, just ban the guns. And now as we travel in the first hour of the Robert's Got Bell Show today, by the way, if you are just joining, it's September 16th, 2022. Friday, heading into the weekend here. It's already tomorrow in New Zealand, tomorrow morning. It's, it's the weekend there. And we've got two people, and I've had one of them on before, from Counterspin Media down there. And they're apparently being charged with a crime. Look at this: police arrest and charge. They call them far right. What does that even mean anymore? If you go far enough to the right, do you end up on the left? I'm just asking. In a in Christchurch, which is in the South Island, I believe that's the northern tip of the South Island. I was there many years ago for allegedly distributing objectional material. And as I'm reading these stories from the press in New Zealand and elsewhere in Australia. They they they're not mentioning what these objectionable materials are, so we're going to ask them. Is it the things that we would agree? Hey, that's bad stuff. We don't want any of that shared. You know, kids abuse. Stuff. Is it that? Was there something else that the media doesn't want the people of New Zealand to know? Welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Kelvin Alp, and now for the first time, Hannah Spear from all the way from New Zealand. Welcome, guys and gals, here to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Much appreciated. Yeah. Good morning. Excellent. By the way, thanks for waking up super early.
2: Yeah, we are your future. We are the future. And it's looking pretty bad if you don't talk something out back there. Trust me.
0: For real. Now, uh, you is it true you were arrested, arraigned, charged with a crime, both of you?
2: Yeah, both of us arrested and charged. I'm facing two counts with a custodial sentence of 14 years and a $200,000 in fines. Uh, Hannah's facing one count of that, 14 years, plus a whole raft of other charges like, you know, denying them access to our computers via our passwords and all that sort of thing so it's looking pretty grim but i think we're going to smash them to be honest all
0: right so the the articles in question we have them linked in the show notes today at robertscabbell.com as well so you can read about them and i find it interesting that this objectionable material i mean clearly if you guys were were sharing links to child pornography that would be splashed all over the news as like how horrible these people are But what's so objectionable that they won't even tell the people reading the articles what it is that you have linked to or what might have been on your computer. Hannah, you want that one?
1: (laughs)
3: Um, Yeah. Well, apparently um, on the 22nd of February, there was a link shared on the Counterspin Media Telegram page. And that was a link to a, UK based website that was, uh, belonged to a UK investigative filmmaker. And he was doing a three part series into the Christchurch, um, shooting of, um, May 15th, 2019.
0: And, um, nice. yeah, so we, was that, was that, it, and for all the people around the world that are not in New Zealand or Australia that know about this, maybe they don't, was this the event that precipitated the, kiwis and new zealand people to say here take government have our firearms it's just too dangerous we got to give them up because this is a tragedy and you know we can't be we can't be uh responsible with these things they're just much too dangerous
2: yeah it was
3: definitely new zealand okay uh, Jacinda Ardern has been paraded around the world um, for her amazing response. I know that she's been over in America recently and, and she, she'll be back this week, I believe. Uh, and last time she was there, Biden was seeking advice from our wonderful leader on how to disarm the population. Um, she's going on all the big talk show shows around um, the world, um, especially in your guys' country. And, of course, when this event happened, because it was... Um, it occurred at um, two mosques, apparently, and 51 people died. Uh, this is the mainstream story. And there are questions around this story that have gone unanswered. The, the whole event was live streamed on Facebook at the time, Um, 24 hours or maybe even just 12 hours prior to the shooting, uh, Facebook had gone down. So everybody was kind of in this, you know, panic, like they were wanting to get back on Facebook, get their fix. Uh, So it was basically like pushing as many eyeballs onto Facebook as possible. And of course, that meant that they were then watching um, in real time what they thought was, of course, a mass shooting down in Christchurch. Now, They like to say that we're, you know, right-wing Islamophobics, extremists, whatever. It's nothing to do with race at all. What we're simply saying is that there are some questions around what happened and the mainstream narrative um, doesn't seem to fit uh, independent investigations and because they censored that live stream very early on plus uh, the alleged shooter's manifesto nobody in New Zealand can look at that information and hasn't been able to for a few years so over in the UK obviously they were doing some digging and they're working with a big team to put all this information together they put two uh, part one and part two out uh, we allegedly shared the link to part one on the 22nd on the 23rd the chief censor in New Zealand was made aware of it on the 24th, um, he was making the new documentary uh, Objectionable, and on the 25th, he signed off on it. So they waited over six months to send us anything about it. They never issued a takedown order, um, and in that time, they've done the hit piece after hit piece after hit piece, and 10 days before we were arrested, uh, so arrested on the 25th of August, and 10 days prior to that. Mm. This um, A mainstream media outlet here in New Zealand did a major, major hit piece on some of the most prominent voices here in New Zealand who are speaking the truth. Um, and, you know, they spent over, well, they were re- awarded over 300000 New Zealand dollars of taxpayer money to um, make this documentary. So it looks like it's been a very coordinated effort and they were kind of wanting to destroy our reputation uh, within the minds of the public before they then arrested us. And we've had our first court appearance on the 31st of August and we've got our second appearance on the 21st of September.
0: What's the sense uh, in New Zealand of the people there? Are there any, any joining you in recognizing this travesty uh, of, of no justice here and attacking someone who may have linked, if you will, to something that the government finds objectionable. And is there really somebody called a chief censor of New Zealand that's monitoring this stuff?
2: There certainly is. And he's, um, he's very, how would I say, picky about what he decides to censor. Over here we no longer have the ability apparently to discern for ourselves what information we will Uh, impart and take in. uh, That's a no-no. Unless you uh, subscribe to the carefully crafted narrative, you are uh, basically up for targeting. And when I say targeting, I'm talking hip piece, like Hannah said, hip piece after hip piece of the most spurious claims you could possibly imagine. None have ever attacked us on what we put out on the show because we are only facts and evidence-based. So we say, well, Prove us wrong. It's one of our big lines. Prove us wrong. Mm -hmm. They can't. They never have. Uh, When we called um, SARS-CoV-2 a a scam, they gave the symptoms called COVID-19, which is just basically a common cold rebranded, like Nike or bloody Chanel number 5. They haven't been able to prove it. it exists, so therefore they can't prove us wrong when we state it doesn't. And so this, because of Christchurch, that's the thing, as you see, they precipitated all of the, gun control legislation. They tried a few other times before. It didn't quite work. Uh, but this time, because they used a different race who got attacked by a white guy who was actually Australian, wasn't even from New Zealand. Uh, look, the government was in this up to their ears. We know it. we've investigated it. We've seen it. We happen to share a link on, on, a day so people can go have a look at some things. Why is we getting everything ready for us to bring it out? And, um, I tell you, it's, um, they all hell broke loose then. Yeah, all of a sudden, Kel- we're public enemies number
0: one. Yeah, Kelvin and, and Hannah, uh, you know, I talk about people being sheeple. You suppose they have a lot of sheep down there. Uh, it, are the people the sheeple still? Are they completely unaware of the government's, uh, let's say, colluding to take away their ability to defend themselves? And again, with this tragedy and previous tragedies, it didn't work as well. Uh, And that's why that this is like one of the the top things they have to censor and vilify you guys for simply pointing out there are discrepancies and inconsistencies within the official story. Yeah, basically. Um, Go ahead, Hannah.
3: I was going to say, I think one massive um, contributor to the fact that, you know, the majority of New Zealand are. Uh, like some people call them sheeple, is because, well, one, you know, like I said, one contributing factor is feminism. Now, on the 19th of September, which is this Monday, back in 1893, New Zealand women were um, the first around the world to be given the vote. Uh, now, since then, there has been an orchestrated... Kind of push for feminism, and I'm sure uh, much of your audience is aware of that. And so, what has happened with this ideology being pushed? um, Not only you know um, some freedoms that that probably most modern women are very appreciative of, but what's happened is this modern day feminism has carried on to the point where we've got a prime minister who's constantly saying, be kind, be kind. It's like we're at kindergarten, you know, through the whole COVID thing, she's like the kindergarten teacher. Um, gentle hands, you know, it's like she talks in this really condescending tone. And men aren't allowed to be men anymore in this country. It's uh, it's pretty, masculinity in this country is not celebrated, and I think that's half the problem. Um, and because you've got this nanny state that's, you know, many women obviously back at work, they're not raising their children. The children are in daycare from very early on. So you don't have the sense of the masculine and the, and the responsibility and the right to defend yourself like you do in, in America. Uh, and it, I think not only removing that um, ability with the guns Um, because, I mean, everyone has to be licensed here anyway and there's certainly no, um, you know, open carry or anything like that. But what they also did is take away, uh, well, they're looking at taking away or they're introducing hate speech laws so if you say anything, uh, for example, even against the transgender community, because of course, just like around the world, we've got the same thing happening here in New Zealand at all the schools, they're rolling out this trans ideology and pushing all the you know, the gender um, therapies and the the drugs and the surgeries onto, onto young children and impressionable minds. If you start speaking about these things, then that's considered, that will be very soon considered hate speech and it will be outlawed. And this objectionable material uh, ruling as far as I'm aware, for this particular um, documentary, first around the world that anybody's been arrested for sharing it.
0: Has anybody read, or is it part of the school curriculum to read George Orwell's 1984 in high school, middle school years? Is that are people aware that w- what's manifesting there and around the world?
3: Yeah, some some people are. Some do you think Calvin? Is it is it are people waking up more? We've already got five million. Hopefully, we can do it.
2: Well, we've got about 40 to 60 million sheep, and 5 million think they're human. And I think that's the biggest problem we have. Um, they've been taught how to think, what to think for uh, most of their lives. And of course, they're going after the children now because that's if the, once they've locked the children into this a whole pantomime, as they get older, that's it. The world is gone. That's why owls basically is the very last line in the sand. They cross this. We are toast. You know, people talk about doomsday predictions all the time. But if we do not stop it here, believe me, we are gone. But I honestly believe we're going to bring the house of cards down around their ears.
0: Yeah. Hey, Super Don, is the audio going out okay? I know that I'm here a little bit of choppiness, but it's minor in my ear. Sometimes it's worse when it manifests out there because, uh, you know, this every word here is so very, very important to hear. I want to make sure everybody takes time to uh, even contemplate, meditate, cogitate. Prayer, prayerful interact with the, the kind of things we're talking about here, because you got again a Western style democracy, people that basically have perceived that they they love freedom, they want to protect freedom, and being assaulted. These two, Kelvin and Hannah, being assaulted by government, threatened with loss of of liberty, maybe more, uh, because they dared to question certain narratives. And you know, Hannah, Kelvin also bringing up the issue of the same thing we're dealing with in America and around the world. Uh, ideologies that men can no longer be men all masculinity is toxic toxic masculinity etc and i brought this up kelvin last time you were on i was saying what about the maori we we've seen the haka dances right that are like oh they're so intimidating I mean, it'll frighten the average american that sees it. it's like whoa that's pretty intense Is that just for yeah. a show now have the maori also become feminized like the rest of the country
2: yep without a doubt we, like I said, we have a lot of slushy drinking soy boys walking around who don't wouldn't know a manhood if it tripped over them. Um, the haka and all that sort of stuff used to be—it's a war dance basically. It's a challenge. Um, uh, so you know, when historically people would face off against each other, do the haka. is basically this is the line don't cross, or you'll be attacked. So they cross and they immediately attack them. Nowadays, it's just. They just keep readjusting. It's just like that line keeps getting readjusted. Oh, you've crossed that. Okay, well, I'll just, okay, now this is the final warning. Oh, you've crossed that. Oh, now this is the final warning. And because we've allowed those incremental encroachments over time, that's why we've lost everything. We give our personal power away to someone else to decide for us what what will happen. And um, I think that's the, I suppose, the thing that's the most craziest. Who the hell is someone to get together with a bunch of others and rule over me? Their sovereignty stops where my body starts, and that's how it is. I will decide what I want to look at. I'll decide what I want to see. I'll live my life with a do-no-harm ethos. And while I'm doing that, stay the hell out of my life. You know, If you've got a problem that you need help with, I may be able to help you. If I can't, I certainly won't hinder you. That's the problem. Every law that's created here is all about restriction and control. It's got nothing to do with advancement on liberties or anything like that.
0: I'm going to say this again I've said it before niceness niceness to tyrants being nice to tyrants you want evidence why that's a bad idea look at what's happening in New Zealand look what's happened in Australia look what's happening in Canada just three examples of nice people around the world people think of the Kiwis nice people lovely people Aussies oh yeah they're great mate you know the Canadians the nicest people on planet earth so nice that their freedoms are eroded and eroding consistently because they're nice to tyrants. And those tyrants are not nice to you, but you're encouraged to be nice to them. There's a certain point, as you point out, even the Haka dance, the line in the sand is drawn. Oh, you cross that well, let me set it further back and we'll do it again. Unless they know you're willing to stand up for your rights, they will run roughshod over them. That's a message here in America that I constantly have to remind my fellow Americans about as well. We put up with a lot to see what's happening here in this country. Yet the the defense of liberty is something that, uh, well, we look at it. We all, that's what they did back then. We don't have to do that now. We've got the internet. Well, (laughs) it looks like they've controlled that too and minimized your ability to what? What have you done? What is your crime? You've shared a link potentially, allegedly, to, let's say, investigative information that doesn't align with the government narrative about a tragic event, one particular tragic event. Now, if indeed it is not as if we were told or if you were told the government there or the people in it realize, whoa, they might start to not believe us. They might not trust us here. The question is, how is it that anybody who knows anything of history believes or trusts anything the government says without three layers of verification and validation? That's a point where all of us on the planet are at risk because we like, well, unless the official news speakers Right? Or the official government representatives say it, it's not real. It's relegated to again the term conspiracy theorist or theory, where all the critical thinkers are, by the way, as opposed to the sheeple. No question, open for commentary, you guys.
3: I can probably comment on that in terms of um what I see as the one of the biggest problems that this cabal deep state whatever you want to call them has is like you say people waking up people people re-engaging their critical thought and when you look at new zealand australia canada you know the commonwealth countries we are full of apathy we just you know as a a society especially here in new zealand we've just been so disengaged for so long and in regards to politics i mean you know I suppose the good news is that only 45% of New Zealanders still trust the media, and um, politicians and journalists are the least trusted professions in this country. So perhaps that is a good sign in terms of there is going to be a void, and good people are actually stepping up now. We've got local body elections coming up. and There are really great independent people stepping up to take more in, um of a leadership role in their local communities. We've got a national election coming up in about a year's time. Mm-hmm. And who knows? I mean, there's so many freedom parties popping up. I mean, it's they're all very minor parties, but there mm-hmm. is a wave of truth sweeping across this country. And because in New Zealand, you know, it's there's only two degrees of separation. So pretty much everybody knows somebody who went to Wellington. Um, you know, it's amazing how many people have actually heard of Counterspin now. Um, you know, we go out and people recognize us and they say they're behind us. And that's the whole reason why we're doing what we're doing. I mean, uh, Robert, I don't know if you know, but when they arrested me um, and they took they took us back to the police station in Christchurch, and they obviously separated Calvin and I, but um new zealanders and even your audience might be quite shocked to hear that when you are facing a custodial sentence in new zealand and you have not even been sentenced you've not even been found guilty they actually apparently have the right to your dna so i refuse to give it to them um they give you the option of giving saliva or blood and i refused both so they forced me into a medical room and um apparently coincidentally had a doctor there so when I wouldn't comply and sit down and, and go along with their um theft of my blood they forcibly pushed me over a bed and held me so I couldn't even move you know about four or five officers holding me down my arms behind my back while this doctor forcibly opened my like pried my finger open from from a closed fist and removed the blood from my finger for a blood sample. So that was that was quite an eye opener for me. And when you're
0: looking at honestly, that's 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 a form of medical rape to take bodily fluids of any kind from you against your will. This is the kind of thing let's see in the past, at least in America, we would look at communist countries like the former Soviet Union, East Germany, Romania, that would do to its people. It claimed complete and total and absolute ownership over them and their bodies to where they could do anything. And of course, we would issue, as the government of America, which sanctions. We would well, make loud speeches at the United Nations uh, posing how, how horrible this treatment is of the people there. And, and yet that's happening again, a Western-style friendly democracy. What does this tell you about what happens if you don't stand up in defense of your bodily autonomy, much less other freedoms that come at least i can say that here in america from god not government and i know that you guys don't have a constitution nobody has one like in the american one although many in america don't even acknowledge it or about uh hannah we we're getting some clicking sounds and dropouts on your audio i i don't know why that's happening but you you look great considering what you've been through and, and the lack of sleep i'm amazed you guys are both amazing uh kelvin as we talked talk to you further as well about. The what happens next scenario? What can people either in New Zealand or even outside of New Zealand do to support your efforts? Because I believe this is something that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a Kiwi. I'm not from New Zealand, but I feel very passionate about. I don't want to see you guys go down any more than the people of New Zealand go down into totalitarian dictatorships where this is heading.
2: Yeah, because we are almost there. countsmanmedia.com is where our website, we've got our donate page there if anyone wishes to support in that way. Uh, never leave yourself without, though. Um, we are going to fight this fight regardless, um, and we are going to win it. I, I honestly believe we will, because there's actually a fire in the belly now that they cannot put out, and they're not going to douse it at all. We will not give up, we will not back down, and we certainly won't cower in the face of this tyranny.
0: So what's the next phase? Do you have uh, attorneys that represent you? Do you have to represent yourself? And and when is there an actual court hearing now that you've been charged with this mysterious crime of sharing a link allegedly that the government doesn't want anybody to have access to? Again, we've already assessed it's not child pornography. It's not, you know, when we talk about objectionable material, it's like, well, this material counters the government narrative, so it must be banned.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well that's exactly what the whole thing was all about but as usual they use one tool in a multi-purpose way to sweep in, and and corral everything else uh, so it's another way of taking rights by way of stealth the next appearances uh this coming Wednesday out time of course be your Tuesday night out um yeah, that's, that's basically a, a nothing burger we go in there and they expect us to plea um uh, well, we're innocent, full stop. Uh, but the but we want this to go to trial. Now that we've been arrested, we want it to go to trial. We could kill the case under their own laws, pretty much, if if they don't do their usual um judicial skullduggery. Mm. Um, but we want it to go through the court because all the information that they are charging us for releasing, they've inadvertently now opened up the count to allow us to introduce it all into the court record and therefore the public domain. Mm. And, and
0: this, you know, that is a risk that they're I don't know if they're advertently doing taking uh, or it's kind of stupid, just like the censorship in totality. It's like we're going to ban carrot emojis. I mean, it's like how absurd does this look to the people that are semi awake or even still sleeping in Kiwiland? Do they go? Yeah, exactly. what is it?
2: yeah. And with that carrot, even that carrot, because people will do exactly what you said. They'll think, what the hell is, a, is this thing about a carrot? Then they'll realize the carrot represents the jab. And then the jab represents killing people in a massive way. And then they'll click. So they're basically untying their own shoes and tying them together.
0: You know, yeah. if they had left well enough alone, the few people that figured it out would have figured it out. The rest would go on sleeping through it. But their uh, re- response and reaction is awakening by their very actions, yes. things that very you much and so. me, we couldn't have done in a million years. We don't have delusions of grandeur here. I mean, I know we reach people. I know you guys reach people, but for the most part, it was reaching the people who were already here. Now suddenly, their attacks on you are raising the stakes, and everybody begins to see what you've been pointing out for years. That's
2: right. It's um. It's not good.
0: Hannah, any uh final I, messages for the audience around the world today?
3: Yeah, I just, Robert, I just want to say that we love Americans, and um, you know, I, I was formerly, you know, in my naive uh, younger days when I was at university I was a bit of a lefty. Um, I didn't quite understand how amazing America was at the time. Uh, of course George Bush and his kind of cronies were running amok uh, so you know all I saw was the international um, criticism of your amazing country but you uh, Man, if we had half of uh, the backbone you guys have got, our country would be just so different. And I've really come to appreciate, you, like you say, the Constitution and your guys' commitment to freedom and liberty and uh, what that really means and family and all the good things in life um and you know i just yeah i just want to just say a massive thanks to all of you guys who are holding the line there because you guys are the light you guys are the ones that are holding it and, and if if you fall the whole world falls but if you guys stand strong then um, we're not far behind you and we're all going to be free too so much love and appreciation to all of you over there
0: and to all of my uh, people in america listening american audience I want you to think about all that you know, all that you've shared, all that you are sharing right now. And imagine you were doing this in New Zealand and you were threatened like Kelvin and Hannah are by the government with arrest and uh, incarceration for years, perhaps decades because of what you've shared. I want you to think seriously about that because there are people in America that would like to have that power, including the current Biden regime. And many on the left side of the political perspective, and I don't mean to call all of them into question. There are some that are waking up going, oh, I didn't sign up for that with, uh, you know, the political views that might be divergent or different from us. The reality is what you're experiencing in a so-called supposed free country and what our friends in Australia and Canada and England, limitations on freedom of speech leading to the loss of life, liberty and property is very real here. And I want you again, think clearly about where we're going in America too. We're not without our sins, we're not without our problems. As much as we have something that most countries or all countries of the world do not have in a constitution, there are many that have been abandoning it and have been arguing just as you've seen the corruption in the school system teaching the next generations to hate America and our origins so that we would be tricked into abandoning the principles that made this country so so extraordinary in the history of recorded history. A country where the government was not there to grant rights, but to protect violations of those rights that pre-exist government. That's still an unprecedented reality on the planet, and they'd like to overturn it. They've seen the threats. They've seen the ability to do so in other countries. And I'm talking to my fellow Americans, stand strong, speak up and speak out. Don't cower in fear, lest you are in a situation like Kelvin and Hannah are, where the majority of the people are still asleep there in in, uh, New Zealand. Now, I, I pray that they are waking up as we speak about this and seeing these realities and gain some semblance of cojones or courage to do that which is right by each and every. We don't have to agree on everything, folks. This is not about everybody must be one kind of political view or anything like that. It's about defense of individual liberty, of freedom of thought, of conscious of action, of spirit, of religion, all of that, that I think is a fundamental human desire and that dignity that we would uh, uh you know want accorded to ourselves we would do for others but the governments of the world are looking to wipe that out men you must stand up the women have been the warriors here in america for a lot with the medical assaults on children men have got to join this and remember that that masculinity you have is not toxic it's in you for a reason and you must defend the innocent you must defend the defenseless And that's part of the message here. And I hear that from you, Kelvin and Hannah, I hear that from you, the appreciation. And I pray that people all over the world that hear this message will stand up, not in violence. I'm not advocating violence, but simply to stand up against the violence that is being perpetrated on people who are innocent, who are simply wanting to live freely and to communicate with great conscience and awareness what they perceive about reality itself and not to be dictated, told what to think. And told that to share information that goes in, let's say, uh, contravention to the uh, official narrative is something that is a jailable offense. Anything else you guys want to share as we wrap it up here this hour with you?
2: Yeah, the next time Jacinda Ardern comes over preaching how safe she's made New Zealand, remind her about the 20 shootings in within two weeks. Uh, because all the gangs have the guns and all the criminal organisations have the guns, because they don't abide by no laws. It's only everyday great Kiwis who do, right. um, which which turns out to be problematic, as it seems. So just reminder that it's not safe. Um, you've completely butchered the country. The there is no level that is at normal here. Everything is destroyed, and our suicides have gone through the roof. And they call it now call it. Um, Accidental deaths. Hello. You drove people to a point where they just couldn't go on anymore because their whole life's shitty and they're checked out early. That's not by accident. That's by design. So she is like the wicked witch and she's coming from the West. So be careful. Don't listen to a damn thing that bitch says.
0: The inducing of despair. And we've seen that around the world through the COVID uh, scam. Uh, folks, yeah. stop being afraid. Stop living in fear. And, and what does it take to get you past that fear? It's a connection to the source of all of your courage, your existence, your divinity, however you believe and perceive that to be. Again, your message is not a right-wing nationalist. We only like certain people and not. It's about freedom. It's about defense of the freedom and the and the integrity of those who have beliefs that are different than ours. We support them as they support us. And that's where we, we come into alignment. Uh, Hannah, anything else as we wrap it up?
3: Yeah, just follow on from what you're saying. Um, I really believe that each and every one of us is born for a time such as this. Uh, We've all got special God-given talents. um, And if we nurture each other and nurture each other's differences and and foster um, those talents, then we can all play our part in this whole um, kind of, show I suppose that's going on because ultimately you know hopefully there's better things to come when we leave this mortal coil but in the meantime um not all of you will step up and and do what Robert and Calvin and I are doing but you've got your part to play wherever you are in the world um whatever your interests are um yet like like you know Robert said don't be scared courage is contagious and um just keep going because the best really is yet to come
0: Yeah. And I'm glad I I got to introduce you to the world's best courage coach off the air, our buddy Laban Ditchburn, who's originally from New Zealand as well, lived in Australia and uh, they're in America now, but uh, they may do something with you to help get the word out as well. And anything, if you all around the world, please share this, share this interview. We know that the the Kiwi government, if we can call it that, is going to try and suppress this information or spin it. Right. That's why you're counter spin media. Uh, To kind of put it in perspective, there it is, New New Zealand's Media Revolution Counterspin. We have links up in the show notes at robertscadbell.com. If you haven't gotten our newsletter, you can come to robertscadbell.com and sign up for free. Or if you're in in the U.S. or Canada, you can text RSB, my initials, to 22828 and be plugged right into that. You guys, I know we're going to stay in touch. You're in the future. It doesn't look bright at the moment down there, but uh, perhaps with the message, the heart-to-heart, people getting together and seeing a reality that is harsh, it's not pleasant. Uh, but recognizing that we must face it first in order to overcome it and to create a better life moving forward. And these are the learning experiences throughout history that they've erased so that we have to rewrite them. Let's rewrite them. Let's write them again and teach the next generations not to fall prey to this propaganda, this censorship. Uh, Kelvin Alp, Hannah Spear, God bless you both. Thank you for all that you're doing to stand up for that. And may it catch fire in a powerful, and I would say spiritual sense in a way that brings that message of freedom around to the people of planet earth all over where it's ready to be rekindled. Brilliant.
3: Thanks for having us Thank you. Appreciate it. All right.
0: You guys take a nap. You've been up all all night, (laughs) haven't gotten much rest. Uh, Kelvin and Hannah, sweet people too. Good people. And yes, warriors too, not in the sense of wanting to engage in warfare. That's the spin that they, that the media would put on it, but recognizing that freedom is worth standing up for. It's worth being courageous about because tyranny is not an option. I just say it that way. If you live in it, if you know anybody who's lived under it, communist regimes, whether it be uh, former Soviet Union, uh, Cuba, uh, East Germany, these these Romania, the people who have lived through that, Poland, occupied Poland, they recognize that tyranny is not superior to freedom, yet they couch tyranny in airy-fairy friendly terms like We're all in this together. Collectivism, socialism, communism is good. Everybody's equal. Yeah, but some people are more equal than others in communism. Read Animal Farm, another George Orwell classic. All right, Super Don, again, powerful, powerful uh, uh, stuff on a Friday. You know, we usually like to lighten it up. I guess the way to lighten it up is to talk about carrot emojis or something and the absurdity of banning carrot emojis. Does that bring us back to some lighthearted discussion in the midst of the loss of freedom of our friends in New Zealand? Get that thing working again. There we go. I got there you it. are. Come okay. on back. There
4: we go. Anyway, yeah, at least we, should, we did start off with a
0: chuckle. But, you know, look, uh, this is. Can you bring stuff. your volume up a little bit, Don? You know what? Hold on. Let's okay. Again, I, 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 I'm just amazed that we have to do this. I recognize that I, I was raised learning about history. I was not happy in history class because it was about dates, times, and places, but no connection of facts of things that happened or why they occurred. And, and, and what we're seeing now in terms of events, whether they're considered to be false flags, real events or some combination of the two, never let a good crisis go to waste. We've heard people in our own United States government say that the Hillary Clinton gang, if you will. But in on both sides of the political uh, aisle, these things have been utilized to strengthen the centralization of power, which is always the greatest danger to the power of the individual which is completely in an uh, you know, uh, uh, uncontrollable sense. It's, it's where freedom exists in the individual.
4: Yeah. Um, you know, they, 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 they don't want you saying certain things. And it's just, it's just crazy. You know, it's weird when you think about the stuff that they do allow people to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can talk about the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot. We can talk about the f- earth being flat. Mm -hmm. We talk about, uh, you know, I mean, you name it. You know, we can talk about all these things. But talk about, uh, you know, uh, the the details surrounding a newsworthy and uh, significant event that's taken. No, you can't talk about that. In fact, if you talk about that, we're going to put you in jail. Mm -hmm. But you want to talk about the the Earth being flat? Ah, No problem. You can talk about that.
0: But how how is that acceptable to say if you speak about something we don't like? that may be controversial, even those other things could be considered controversial, but hey, they don't affect our narrative, so go ahead and knock yourself out. But oh man, don't talk about an event that we've said this is how it happened and there shall be no investigation, there shall yeah. be no questioning of it because that is dangerous to do so, right? The very act of being a journalist, which is all about digging deeper below the surface and challenging the narratives of government. That's well, why it was and, called the know, Fourth Estate.
4: And not just journalism, but citizen journalism, which is what has, has exploded Mm-hmm. If you've noticed, yeah. how could you not have, right? You know, the citizen journalism is just, you know, everybody can, can report the news now, you know? Mm-hmm. And so now you don't have three or four networks that have a monopoly on, on what's being said and discussed as far as news goes. Now, now it's, now it's global, Yeah, you know, and they don't have control over that. And that bothers them. Right. And yeah. so that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to shut down the people that are out there that have alternative points of view. Uh, Well,
0: I I tell you, that's why I encourage people to get together, human to human, and talk about these things even off the Internet, off the air. Get together and see and feel people's heart and where they're coming from and recognize these experiences are all unique. But, yes, we share experiences, too, and we have various views of them. But we find that we have more in common than we have, uh, you know, in, in discord. Of course, those elitists within government control systems want to divide us and conquer us. We know that that's what the COVID scam has been all about. Isolating people, removing them, living, having them live in a perpetual state of fear. You know, this is why we're coming together at events that I, I hope and pray that y'all can be at, at least one, if not all of them. This weekend coming up, twenty third and twenty fourth of September, the US Health Freedom Congress and people from all over the world are welcome to attend. We also often have people from Canada as well, sometimes from Europe. And This is an event that strategizes and acknowledges successes in our past, as well as how we move forward in defense of freedom, not promoting violence. This is not at all what we're engaged in, but promoting strategies to work within the system, if possible, to promote freedom, to limit the abuse on the people by government or those that own and control government for their agendas of monopolistic, let's say, mandatory injections, medical rape, violence. They're promoting violence, not us. And then after the U.S. Health Freedom Congress, if you go to the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com, you'll see uh, coming up after that. I think we head out to Orlando metro area to uh, eventually head to the uh, Stuart and uh, uh, Terry Warner's event, the Wellness Parenting Revolution Health and Freedom Summit and Expo, and that's coming up uh, October sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. The fourth and the fifth, I'll be at uh, Chamberlain's the fourth. It's not up there yet, but I'm telling you verbally, if you're in Orlando metro area, Lake Mary Chamberlain's on the fourth, uh, a free, uh, a lecture in person, seven o'clock Eastern time, the next day of the fifth at the Chamberlain's and East colonial in Orlando, 7.00 PM free lecture. I would love to see you there. And then we have the big weekend event following that. We have the health freedom expo. I can't believe how close we are to the health freedom expo. And that is the granddaddy of them all folks. People from all over the world come together, and this is going to be outside of Chicago, Timberley Park Convention Center. The most amazing array of speakers coming together. People rubbing elbows and talking about these things. Jonathan E. of course. You see Diane Miller, Sherry Tenpenny, uh, just amazing group of folks, individuals all yet coming together with a message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. And that's a, again. This is these events don't come every day. They may try to lock down and shut down in the winter months. You you couldn't put it past them. Oh, it's a new flu. Oh, it's a new smallpox. It's a monkeypox. Whatever they're going to try and throw at us. Question is, are we going to comply with those things? Are we going to continue to insist that we must converge and get together and communicate as humans have throughout history, but more so than ever, to counter spin, if you will, the lies, the deceptions the fear mongering, the fear porn that is really evil porn that they're trying to promote so that we don't go to these events. Folks, if you're getting the call, if you're getting the spirit moving you, I want to see you at one or any or all of those events coming up. And there's more. Uh, the chicago I'm sorry, after the Chicago event, the week after that, Pittsburgh, PA, that area, Beaver Falls, Beaver, Pennsylvania, Health Hut, hosting a health freedom event on Saturday, the 22nd of October. And then we have the Red Pill Expo coming up November 13th and 14th in Salt Lake City. G. Edward Griffin and the crew putting together another sensational weekend event. Dr. David Martin keynoting that. I'll be there emceeing another thing. So these are the things, the opportunities that come, not every day. And you can see how much they shut down and clamp down for two years, the ability to get together. Don't let them do it again. Show them you're not afraid. Speak to your neighbors, your friends, your family members, your parishioners, going to church, synagogue, temple, mosque, wherever, and keep the free flow of communication going. All right. As we wrap up uh, the first hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show, again, I want to thank uh, Kelvin and Hannah for being on board live from New Zealand from tomorrow. Uh, I, you know, again, what they're going through is stunning. And they had just a few hours, basically, asleep, bleary-eyed, communicating to the world what's really happening out there. So thank you for that. Uh, do we have a a, a a lightened up story for this the yard, like backyard beekeeping, Super Don? Something that you're, you're now maybe opening up to? I, I
4: won't be doing any beekeeping, no.
0: Well, look, yesterday on the air, I don't know if it was bonus round or regular time, Super Don made a huge leap in acknowledgement where he's been afraid of bees <laughs> since he got stung as a kid. And we all have that <laughs> kind of thing. And your normal inclination is to what? It's like, oh, I see a bee. Let me stomp it. I'm going to stomp on it. Because it's going to okay. get me. Be- I'm going to get it before I get him. That's and right. this time you hesitated. You stopped and you didn't stomp it. And that's a huge step in the right direction, my, my friend. And I, I believe in you. It's, it's getting there. I'm not saying you're going to be a beekeeper tonight. I'm not yet. But I'll throw my face right in with the bees doing their c- gathering uh, just because yeah, I love I'll, this
4: now. I'll leave them alone if they leave me alone
0: and they will with the energy shift so um, there's an article here about backyard beekeeping i'd love for more of you to take 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 part in that i have yet to do that but i am producing a lot of honey for other beehives because we are producing a lot of flowering plants and i love to see them coming for a visit it's awesome it's really wonderful those bees make the food real make it available for you And for those of you down under, Auckland, New Zealand, and elsewhere around New Zealand and Australia, you're coming into the spring soon. And if you haven't already started planting your your spring gardens, depending on where you are, please, that's another aspect of overcoming the tyranny. When you don't have food, you're hungry, they control you. So don't rely on the just-in-time delivery systems down under any more than we should rely on it here in America. We must do better now that we know better. And I, gr- I am so grateful that you're here with me two hours a day, six days a week, or any fraction thereof and the bonus round. And in the bonus round, super Don, super Don's going to reveal something that uh, might be a little embarrassing to me. Is that true? Are you going to do that today on the bonus round bonus time in the Robert Scott Bell show? No. Yes. Maybe, maybe.
4: Yes. Yes. We do. You know, you teased about, uh, about this mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I got to give you credit for actually sending me the video.
0: I'm living I, dangerous I, I, I was just
4: i was floored that you actually you actually did that because you know i i can't just
0: yeah what is that playing. video well it's me on stage <laughs> it was my stage debut i don't know if i gonna go into more of that but right now but uh yeah i did something i've never done on stage before with a live oh. band and you will be surprised i promise It's crazy, dude. All right. Well, you got to stick around. If there's a reason to stick around for the bonus round to embarrass me, go ahead. Knock yourself out. We'll be there. But we got a whole other hour broadcast healing. A lot of different stories. We'll check out what's happening in the chat room as well. Please send your love and prayers for those around the world that are not enjoying the freedom that we may still have here in America, but is still under threat. If we cower in fear, step it up, folks. The power to heal, even politically, is yours.
1: Robert Scott
0: Beljo. Thanks for riding through the brief breather we take at the top of the hour each uh each show. Uh you know, just, just breathe a little bit. I'm talking, talking or I'm interviewing, I'm interviewing and I'm grateful for the opportunity to do so. I want to say thanks to those that make this possible, including all of y'all for being here and sharing this show. Without you, no one would know about us. You know, our five or six listeners would, you know, be four or three or two. <laughs> no, I know we got more than that, and you guys are great doing that. We do have uh, Ask Me Anythings once a month for our patron supporters. Please consider that. It's little as five bucks a month, or you can pay it all in uh, one in, in advance, and we do a lot of fun giveaways. Uh, the next AMA is coming up. Uh, let's see. This month will be the 28th of September, which is a Wednesday this year, at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 p.m pacific and we do that via zoom we get to see one another and interact ask each other questions it's been a great developmental community all of y'all that come to robertscottbell.com slash listen there's a live chat room when we're on the air live even later it's open 24 7 but it's a wonderful community there as well we get to know each other and make fun of each other a little bit too and uh it's great love seeing you all there so thank you thank you thank you for that I want to mention, too, as we go into uh, whether it be fall planting in, in Northern Hemisphere, spring planting in the Southern Hemisphere, if you've got to deal with pests, please don't poison your food with toxic chemicals. If you've got to deal with the ants or roaches in your house, please don't poison your home to harm your cat, your dog, or hamster, or your kids, or yourself. There is delimining from the orange peel, and it's available as Orange Guard orangeguard.com this is a safe natural epa regulated pesticide but no no toxicity i sprayed some in my mouth not that i tell you to do it, it tasted bad but it's you know it's safe i'm alive i'm still doing well and the University of Arizona has studied and other uh, research universities that this delimiting ingredient is actually has oncolytic or anti-cancer properties. Fascinating, isn't it? Yet you can use it around the house, around the garden. All really listed safe for organic agriculture. If you get a bottle over at Ace Hardware or Whole Foods or directly by going to orangeguard.com, take a picture with that bottle, send it in to us. Super Don's making the nice uh, collage and we're going to do a, eventually do a giveaway on uh, you know so maybe it's more orange guard we'll see what happens from there but love that you do that also shout out to our friends at nutritional frontiers who have been so supportive of this message of health freedom and healing liberty very committed to doing everything right organic u.s grown hemp cbd products including go to cbdnf.com sign up become a customer mention the robert scott bell show they'll send you samples you can take pictures of those but you always remember rsb15 not just for the CBD hemp products they have. And these are the pictures y'all have sent in. Please send in some more. But that 15% discount available on sale items as well. And I'd encourage you if you're a healthcare provider to become a wholesale professional account as well. Um, you can see all the wonderful things they have. New formulas, a of kill, uh, 15% off deals all the time. And again, if you're just buying direct, you can get an additional 15% off with the RSB 15 code. Uh, so in that regard, my workouts this week have been incredible. Uh, I have, and I am fasting today as I do every Friday. It's a discipline. It's a spiritual thing for me as well, but it's physical, it's mental, it's emotional, all of that. And I try to do, you know, sunset to sunset whenever, it, you know, it's possible to do it. And even when I'm on the road, I've found that I've been able to do that. Part of that, of course, is by living a cleaner lifestyle by supplementing with the food supplements we get at, uh, choose to be healthy.com, including the selenium, chromium the silica the basics can just different things like that you can go to choose to be healthy.com and use the code rsb5 to get a discount and finally this uh, igf1 pumping up the muscles man, they're getting big lean muscle mass right but it's good for a lot of things this is from deer velvet antler deer antler velvet i said that right uh, Christopher Key has that. And you can get buy one, get one free deals uh, by going to keystolife.shop, entering the code bell, or just clicking on the banners at robertsgodbell.com. So thank you for indulging me in the thanks I always want to give out to those that make this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty possible. All right, Super D, we're in hour two. We're heading into the weekend. We already talked about the weekend started in in New Zealand uh, with our friend yes. from Counterspin Media. Still a stunning story. Two nice, wonderful, freedom-loving people, being threatened with jail first you know the
4: money. the the and i've said this before uh, about australia and i just gotta throw you know it in new zealand too you know mm-hmm. I, i've just been naive all this time growing up because what do you think of when you think of like new zealand mm-hmm. you think oh man the beautiful landscape lord of the rings you know where they had,
0: hobbits everyone
4: hobbits everywhere australia got kangaroos and and, uh, you know, uh,
0: you know, Hey, don't be, don't kill yourself. Bears, kangaroos kangaroos right? can kill you.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, actually that was in the news just recently. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. Where it was like the first, first death, uh, by, or a, a homicide, I guess you'd call it <laughs> by mm-hmm. a kangaroo in, in quite a few years. But, um, anyway, I, you know, I, over the last couple of years, they're almost three years now. Uh, it's changed my, my, perception of what australia and new zealand is like i had no idea they were so like almost like a dictatorship in a lot of ways and that they have laws you know i mean that's why it's
0: the danger of democracy they would claim to be democracies i mean and we got
4: i i've never heard of anybody being uh arrested and threatened with 14 years
0: in jail for sharing a link to
4: a video yeah
0: i mean and, and again we're not talking what? about objectionable Are you talking about child things at all Yeah, this well, of course you would expect yeah.
4: that there's laws on the books yeah. about stuff like that and rightfully so mm-hmm. but sharing a link to a documentary about i mean how many documentaries are there out there and, and videos and stuff like that about 9-11 yeah um you name it i mean you know it's out there uh and i think we take that kind of freedom for granted yeah but there a little are people bit. that, that literally that. can go to jail <laughs> mm-hmm. For the stuff that we have, the you know the the freedom of speech that we have. Super Don,
0: think about the things that I've been saying since before we met on the air, doing the show together as well. That there are certain segments of our communication that have been censored for years, where you are threatened with jail time for sharing information, and that relates to what products of the natural yeah. world yeah. that Medicine. can that yep. can re- 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 let's say reduce suffering in terms of ailments, cure. Relieve, mitigate, prevent those things have been considered, you know, criminal activities to share those things, to sell those things, even if you have scientific evidence, if they're not a you know a synthetic drug approved by the FDA. so that naivete is still very strong, even though it's it's weakening well, in terms of and of, here's of the here's message.
4: and this is this is the kicker, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I one of the reasons why I became so interested in you. And that little Sunday show that you had way back in the day mm-hmm. was that you you pointed out, and a lot of people don't even really think about it this way. Somebody can can come out with some natural, you know, some fruit juice or I mean, whatever, you, you know, something simple and, and what you would consider to be Benign, harmless not and say it does this and they end up in jail. Yet you can turn on the television and a commercial will come on for some pharmaceutical drug and during that commercial, it will tell you that it can give you cancer and you may die, but you, they can sell it anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And, and there's no penalty. No, no. Take this yeah. drug, might kill you, but here it's great. Look, it makes you want to dance around in a field of flowers and butterflies, you know, while, while pleasant music plays, mm-hmm. you know. But but tell somebody that you know this this supplement over here might might cure or or help you with some. Ailment or disease or something like that, and you go to and they go to jail.
0: Yeah, this is how do you how do you reconcile that? This is the blind spot. This is the cognitive dissonance that has existed in the freedom community ever since I opened the microphone in 1999. Now it's changed and it's changing because of COVID. But as I pointed out, the absurdity of claiming to be for freedom yet looking the other way when the government suppressed your freedom of speech about substances of the natural world that can treat, prevent, cure, mitigate quote unquote disease because we had an established monopoly in the 20th century. And they were like, Oh, we're the freest people in the world. Yes. Try to cure cancer without approval by the government. And you'll find out how not free you are. And that was a message that was perhaps still well ahead of its time as people went, nah, that's not real. You're making that up, Robert. You're just, anno- you're just annoying, you know, stop it with your message of freedom. Cause <laughs> yeah. So now we see, welcome to the party, pal. The world has realized that the the primary way that they would be able to suppress freedom was because we have turned our bodies over to an elite ruling class of medical monopolists, pharmaceutical sorcery, if you will. And, you know, I'm, I haven't changed my message over the years. It's been consistent. We've been right about it. It's just people didn't want to see it. They're like, oh, leave me alone. I want to live my life Don't worry about you guys. You just stop saying that you can cure cancer and we'll be all right. Just stop saying it. No, this was the allowance of tyranny to creep in and exist simultaneous to proclamations of freedom. And guess what, folks? Republicans and Democrats have been equally guilty of that in the entirety of our history just about. And then we look back at domestic and global adventurism, militarism. That's been also equally guilty who Republicans and Democrats. And now we're looking for Republican saviors to come in and save us from the the dummy Democrats that have gone full on socialist communists. Granted, there are people that lean or are in the Republican Party now that will cause things to shift and change. But if you think that that simply putting the right people in government is going to make the change, it's about our compliance on an individual level and basis on a local basis that precipitates, facilitates, and enables both R's and D's to do the dastardly deeds that they do. When they get in and make a little bit of change and then they go, oh, now that we're here, we kind of like the tyranny that we didn't like before because we're in control of it. I don't mean to to set up a disaster coming up in the next election cycle, but don't look for the change at that level to suddenly, oh, it's a miracle, we've got our freedom back, unless you're willing to stand up. Remember, we use the word courage again. And defend it where you are with every breath that you take with every day and it's like well that's too much work well look unplug occasionally super don does watch a little nfl people go well that's that's just ridiculous well hey everybody's got to find a way to man life can be tough life can be a challenge it's never promised to be easy the the leftists the globalists the collectivists all say well we can make it easy just give up all your freedoms we got you covered and then you find out, ooh, that was a bad, bad choice to make because we don't learn from history. So here's one more thing, Super D, I want to say about the next generation. You got kids, you got grandkids. If they go to public and or private schools outside of your home, outside of homeschooling, please engage with them every day and deprogram them from the cult of government and globalism because every day they're being bombarded by all of these just bizarre messages that takes the power from them that you would want them to have because you want to raise them to be more free than you are, more amazing and more successful than you are. That doesn't come by teaching them to be victims or that they're either victims or perpetrators of crimes and there's no reality of, like, you just live life and you you got life happening, you do things. So deprogram your kids every day if they're going to school of any kind. And maybe reconsider sending them to college or university because that Marxism goes deep into the DNA at that point if it hasn't already gotten them. All right, Super D, there's my pontificating for, for hour two. I should just take the day
4: off. And now for my next trick. Oh,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh. Bolden's got a great message, our buddy from the Tenth Amendment Center, Michael Bolden, who found apparently a place that he's going to be living outside of uh, downtown uh, burn everything that moves L.A. <laughs> I'm grateful for that, Michael. I can't wait to hear that you've. Has successfully he revealed done that. where this is at yet? He, he said it was like the hills of Irvine or somewhere. It's a beautiful oh. place. It looks great. Yeah, looks Irvine's like it nice. be great. I yeah. worked in I worked in
4: uh, in Irvine
0: when I. I remember, we California. used to fly into Orange County John Wayne Airport for the Natural Products Expo West every year, and that was right there at Irvine. There was a Mother's Market in Irvine. I don't know if that's still there. but It was a great health food store at the time. You can get a lot I of think good Irvine stuff. Irvine
4: is right on the border of Santa Ana if i'm not mistaken I, yeah i don't know i don't know that and there's an area there it's, i mean it's a lot of like professional business you know um area right there i worked at a uh a real estate agency mm-hmm. uh, right right in that area right there and it had like a drive a golf driving range like next to it and stuff yeah kind of high high profile high society there
0: very nice well i want to i want to bring this quote to our attention that michael bolden just posted in the chat room at robertscottbell.com slash listen those who expect to reap the blessings of freedom must like me undergo the fatigues of supporting it quote from thomas Paine. thomas Paine, and yeah that's the thing people we have become very lazy because we were born in America, those of us had, I'm not talking about a lot of the immigrants that came here because of the promise of freedom and they saw the escape from communism and totalitarian dictatorships. They have all warned us, don't go the way you're going, even leftism within so-called uh, Republican candidates. Don't do it, don't do it, we've done it. And we're now on the precipice of what happens next. Is it the end, this next uh, mid-cycle election, the most important one ever, or is it the fact that we've become so lazy and we've relied on voting and then they've they've gotten to select who we get to elect. Not who you vote for, it's who they tell you you have the ability to vote for, etc. Uh, just must like men. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, must like me, not men. Well, I thought Bolden was feeling it personally in that regard. He says, must like men undergo the fatigues of supporting it. Well, yeah support that Michael Bolden, the 10th Amendment Center does. Like me, undergo the fatigues of Well, because, you know, it's all about Bolden. We know. Like, Uh, it's all about me. There's a little
4: less ego in there if you just put one letter in there, right?
0: Yeah, you know, it's like, bonus round coming up, Super Don's going to reveal some stuff, a video of me, um, my my friend Rachel, who, let's just say this, invited me on the stage, my trainer. Those of you who have been in the Zoom AMAs, she was a featured guest to kind of dish the dirt on me in the gym. Uh, and she has an amazing, amazing cover band. She retired from it, but I'm like, Rachel, you can't retire. You're, she's so talented. Without rehearsing, I mean, they've done it for years, but she gets on stage, she's hitting every note, and she's got dance moves. I'm like, gosh, darn it. My wife and I were watching. We were, like, amazed it was so good. Everything that he did, they did, all the cover songs, stuff I didn't know, I still enjoyed it because it was live in person and a lot of stuff I did. And, you know, I said, you can't retire. She says, well, I, I had to retire so I can hang out with uh, the, the, the members of the gym, including you. And she's like yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course, you had to make it about me. Now I can't say <laughs> retire. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Pat, I fast every Friday. Friday is my fasting day. And, yes, I still right. go to work out on Fridays. Um, and, and we've talked about the autophagy or autophagy enhanced by cardio miracle so yeah i do a little cardio miracle in the in the morning as well to get started even on a fasting day. it only enhances the effects of a fast as well uh, so there you go murdoch calls me a diva am I a diva super honestly you can tell them the truth i tried to explain that when we had rachel on and she said i'm definitely a diva in the gym
4: oh yeah well can't argue with rachel
0: i still do musical battles with the millennials <laughs> i don't get their music I'm old. So, it's, yeah,
4: whoever it. gets to the gym first gets to pick
0: the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were the fun battles we used to have. And I still do sometimes. All right, what else we want to talk about this hour? I'm almost done talking about serious stuff after the first hour. That was really serious. Well, what can we talk about that's not serious? I don't know. Let's I know, because you got first a headline story serious. about Fauci.
4: Second I'm like, story is serious. Yeah. Uh, third story, nah, not so serious. Okay. Uh, Four story, serious. Yeah. Fifth story, serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's like two stories out of the whole. I, I, would, I did not go very light today. No, you did didn't I. go light today for a Friday.
0: Or was I it because didn't. of what we did in the first hour with our friends from New Zealand that you're just like we're in that dark mood? And I don't gonna, know. You I'll know, just...
4: I mean, it's it's. I, I try and and play Tetris, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with with the stories and have it make you know have them things fit together, and sometimes. There's more serious serious stuff going on Mm -hmm. uh, in the world than other days. Um, But, you know, we do have the ability to change things if we want to. We don't have to go. It's not like you're mandated uh, to to go with what it is that we're talking about.
0: But I do feel sort of obligated. All the work you put into it and then I ignore it. I feel like I've slighted you and I don't want to slight you. But anyway... Even though I make fun of you occasionally, it's not the same thing.: It's all right. I can take it. You guy know you can take it. That's why we can hang out and have a good time together, despite yelling and screaming at each other when we're off here. It's like, "Oh man, if you saw us.: Did you
4: see you know yesterday we were, uh, we were talking with Jonathan E.ort about the, uh, the crazy situation going on with illegal immigrants.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was that. Now that's an interesting story. I, I let me bring up this angle and you, you fill in the blanks here too, Super D, because okay. the one particular one, which is DeSantis sending 50, I don't know if they were all from Venezuela, illegal immigrants up to Martha's Vineyard, part of Massachusetts, which is a sanctuary state, sanctuary city. They pride themselves. We are not harsh like the Republican States, the red States, we will care for you. And they go in there, 50 people, and, and, and the, the person like running, I don't know if they have a shelter there or what, says, oh, we can't handle 50 people. We've got no space. I'm like, think about uh, Obama's home. Is it 10,000 square feet? Is it 20? I don't know. Do they not have a room enough to take in 50 people from foreign lands? Give us your tired, your weak, your huddled masses. Is the hypocrisy showing? Is it right in front of your face that the leftists don't really mean what they say? Just not in my backyard. But other than that, yes, we hate Republicans because they're mean. They want borders.
4: You want to? Let Let me try something here. Let's okay. let's hear this, this. This this is a video of a uh, homeless shelter coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, now, believe it or not, I thought Martha's Vineyard was kind of like a uppity, you know, rich. Pearson place, but apparently they have a homeless shelter in in Martha's Vineyard, which seems kind of weird to me. But in any case, here is uh, what the, the, and hopefully the level is good on this. This is the uh, homeless shelter coordinator at Martha's Vineyard reacting to the 50 illegal immigrants sent from Florida. What
1: are
2: the most difficult challenges right
1: now? The difficult challenges are uh, (laughs) We have, to, at some point in time, they have to move from here to somewhere else, right? We, we cannot, we don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants, um, and we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island, and so we, we don't, we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people.
0: So they have the wealthiest people per capita probably than almost anywhere in America, They have houses that are, you know, talk McMansions times 10 and the elite liberal class that says we love people, we want open borders, come on in, and we don't have the ability to house 50 people, to care for 50 people? Where's the charity? Where's the, oh, no, 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 only the government's allowed to do that? Is that their perspective? Yeah, yeah, that's what we meant. We don't have the government infrastructure to do this. Where's the kindness of these loving leftists? To care for 50 people that entered illegally, but they say are welcome here. And as I say this, Super Don, as a liberty-loving, small-l libertarian, I believe anybody should be welcome to come here. Although, under the law of nations, you have to recognize a nation has to have borders. Yeah. If it doesn't, it's not a nation. That There has to be a, a, a way, and this is perfectly legit- legitimate to determine, you want to come here, that's fine, but let me see, what are your intent? Let's, let's find out. Are you here to suck off the government teat? That's the problem with... Ron Paul had said this, you can't have open borders if you're a libertarian you think open borders, everybody should be free to travel. And I believe in the freedom to travel. But if you have a welfare state, it doesn't work because they come in and they drain whatever's left of the capacity of any given country or nation of people to support them. So it's one thing to come here and go, yeah, I'm not here to take, I'm here to do my thing and whatever. So I, I try to nuance the discussion of, of uh, immigration because I'm not against people coming to America. Hmm.
4: I, I, you know, I've never really ever looked to see where Martha's Vineyard even is. Mm-hmm. I've heard of and stuff like that. So it's it's this like island. It looks yeah. like here mm-hmm. in Massachusetts, yes, or off, off the, the coast, coast of Massachusetts. Okay, right. Very exclusive looking. Um, very nice. Now here's here's what I, I'm guessing is the folks in Martha's Vineyard probably have never had to deal with illegal immigration before because yeah. they're an island yeah, off the coast of Massachusetts, right? And so I, I suppose it shouldn't be too shocking that uh, that they're reacting the way they are because they don't have that problem. Now, now let's change the venue to someplace like Arizona or Texas or mm-hmm. something like that where they're dealing with thousands of people that are crossing yep. the border
0: uh, every day. Millions right? of uh, arguably millions of people ultimately are there in Texas the border states. So uh, listen, I across, laughed yeah.
4: yesterday because you know, you had like Texas sending immigrants to to Kamala Harris's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and the people in New York sending immigrants to Florida and and Florida putting them on a plane to Martha's Vineyard, you know, and so on the one hand, it's like it's hard not to look at that unless you're you're just you're a, you know one of those guys, mm-hmm. and not find some humor in it because it's like they're making a political statement. They're going, "Hey, look, you guys are a sanctuary city, right? Mm-hmm. Come on down. You know, we're gonna not be like those guys over there. If you show up here, we're gonna take care of you. You know, you're safe here. Here's your safe space. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna give you money. We're gonna give you a place to live. We're gonna give you a job. We'll probably even let you vote in our election." uh you know so it's all good you know yeah until they show up yeah then it's like wait a minute now uh
0: these aren't our Th- there has illegal to be some... immigrants
4: they're your illegal yeah. immigrants you know there has
0: to be some level of border control to have a nation you have to have borders i get that this is not about that i mean it's not it's, about it's, it's hating kind of immigrants
4: either martha's vineyard mm-hmm. These these guys show up, and it's almost like the people are upset because illegal immigrants crossed their border, mm-hmm. right? An hypocrisy. It yeah. seems a little bit hypocritical. Now I can understand. I, I you know uh, two two points to make here. Number one, mm-hmm. the the, uh, the Democrats, especially the governors, you know um, that are being affected by of, of New York and uh, um, in, in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. <sighs> Mm-hmm. They're trying to turn this into a uh, a situation where they're trying to say, like, Ron DeSantis is, is abusing these people.
0: Right. You know, he's sending them to places where they've been told they would be housed and cared now, now for. Now, let's think about this for a second. These, these, yeah.
4: these folks made it across the border. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're talking Florida, you're probably talking, I think there might be some people coming from Cuba mm-hmm. that uh, risked their life on floating on a tire mm-hmm. uh, from Cuba a shark infested waters uh, and, and made it there. Or if you're talking about Texas, these are people that were trekking across the, the you know the, the desert mm-hmm. uh, you know no water in the heat, you know uh, risking their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And what did Abbott and DeSantis do? Let's see. Uh, does, does uh, Abbott put them on probably like a charter bus with air conditioning? Uh, probably fed them, gave them, you know, uh, you know, stuff to eat and water and stuff like that, and they got to sit on a bus and ride on a bus. Climate control bus, yes. Or if you mm-hmm. take a look at DeSantis, put them on a nice plane, right? They got to sit on a plane and fly to to Martha's Vineyard. I mean, right. heck, man, at least you got to check out, you know, this really nice place and stuff, and I'm sure they were taken care of. Okay, how are they being abused? Now, granted. I suppose when these people showed up in Texas illegally and Florida illegally, um, you know, they were hoping that maybe they'd just be able to just get taken over to some place and they'd be given here's some money and here's a place to live and here's something like that. So, you know, you're here, you know, I guess, you know, we're, we're going to do everything that you want here. It's it's a, it's a complicated issue, but no, are they being abused? They might be inconvenienced, but don't you think that maybe somebody showing up in your community illegally might be inconvenient? For people
0: as well? The Martha's Vineyard people are figuring that out, finally.
4: Oh, they definitely are, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, we can't do that. They need to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the other thing. Did you see what Newsom's doing? No, what's the latest? Newsom is wanting to uh, charge the Florida and Texas governors with kidnapping Wow! for shipping the immigrants out of their state.
0: Wow! Kidnapping, huh? I don't know. When's the last time in kidnapping you were Put on an uh, air conditioned climate control bus or airplane and flown to a really great place that claims, according <laughs> to their political state status and statements, that they are sanctuaries for these people. That And released into the sanctuary areas. Uh, yes. I don't know what definition of kidnapping that is. It's like, <laughs> you
4: can kidnap me. I mean, yeah, on, yeah, yeah,
0: like I said, we can go to places we hadn't seen.
1: Oh, kidnapping. my gosh.
0: Yes. By the way, for those of you who need to know, if you were looking for green lipped muscle, our friends at Nutrition right. Frontiers, they just sold Look, out. Y- y- yeah,
4: okay. I saw this the other day, yeah. uh, and, and I think I made a comment to you. I, I, we didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking, man, who's the guy that at some point said, you know what, I wonder if green-lipped mussel is good for you? Mm-hmm. And found yeah, out that who, it was. Who wants to eat green-lipped mussel? Green lipped, I mean so, a mussel. I'm not big. Of, I'm not a big fan of mussels. That you know, it's a shellfish. Yeah, uh,
0: it's very I, I, popular to eat these things. I'm like, not I'm a, not a little... big fan
4: of uh, most shellfish because it, it's it's kind of slimy and snotty and
0: <laughs>
4: rubbery. Yeah, uh, right. The consistency of it. You blow your it,
0: right? nose and out comes that. You're like, oh yeah. no. hmm, hey, and it's green. That's well, like me and raw tomatoes. Cut them open, they look larval. You know, it's just like not finished but yeah. make it into a sauce that's fine and green i think what they do is muscle. what the dry heck
4: it. Is, no i'm not going to dispute the fact that there's that obviously there's something good about it they
0: dry our, it out powder it put it our in capsule our friends at
4: nutritional yeah. frontiers would not put it out if there wasn't something good about it mm-hmm. what what does what connective do tissue get from green joint lip function muscle?
0: it's another connective tissue strengthener so it's like a
4: silica type of thing
0: yeah it's helpful in that regard so okay. anyway y'all bought a lot so way to sell them out it know. must
4: be good cuz people yeah. are
0: buying Exactly. <laughs> it just sounds like,
4: mm. mm-hmm. green-lipped
0: muscle. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Blah. Yeah, anyway, so that, that's fun. I like talking about that, Super D. That was a good story to cover, the, uh, the hypocrisy of the left here going, we love you, we want you. Oh, wait, no, now you're in our neighborhood? We got to send yeah. you elsewhere. <laughs> We're going to charge uh, you know, these governors with kidnapping for sending them to, to avowed sanctuary cities and states. Just amazing. Where
4: they're supposed to be welcome, yeah. yeah. I mean, what's just... You know, it's easy to say you're a sanctuary city if you're not going to expect people to show up. But you know, mm-hmm. you can't sit here and then when they do show up, doesn't matter where they came from. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, if you're if you're gonna make yourself a sanctuary city, then you know, put up
0: or shut up. You know, yeah, right. that's how I see it. Okay, now we got to talk serious c- levels of cruelty. Now, you thought we've covered that already by the government? No, this is by Pat in the chat room. Our buddy Pat, oh. she's amazing. She is posting food porn. In our chat room right oh now. Oh boy! Holy Tamoli. She knows on I'm the fasting. Day that you're fasting. She's doing it, and the first thing she posts is an organic peach crisp. It's like Pat, what are you doing to me? And can I come over right now? I want to party with you. <laughs> peach crisp, organic peach. It looks like some whipped cream on it, probably organic and raw. Holy tamale! And then there's another thing she says she's duplicating. Whatever you get it. What is it? Friday's restaurant or something. Oh, no, it's chili Southwest egg rolls, but organic. And she says, I can make them when I'm not fasting. Yeah, right. I don't think I can make them even if I wasn't fasting. I don't think I'm capable of that level of perfection. As you see her egg rolls there. Oh, yeah. There's the peach crisp. Super Don's putting it up on screen so everybody can enjoy it. If you're fasting with me right now, you can yell nasty words at Pat. No, don't really. But uh, it just makes me want to visit. Or, Pat, when, are you, when are, we, are you coming to one of these events, and can you bring me some of this? Look at those egg rolls. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Southwest egg rolls, chili, yeah, but organic. Impressive. Yeah. That's what Pat does. How mean. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Pat likes regular muscles. Oh, what do you mean regular? Like uh, not green lip, but you know, from a shellfish, or are you talking about the muscles that I have, right, that I've grown because of my IGF-1 and
4: workouts? Do your
0: muscles have green lips? Not that I'm aware of. Probably not. No, not to my knowledge. Oh, my gosh.
4: All right, I think we've avoided it. We do need to talk about a little bit of news here.
0: Do we really? Really? All right, I'll let you take off the first word. We can't
4: talk about green-lipped mussels for the next 20 minutes. It's a
0: great delay tactic to avoid mentioning the F word.
4: All right, well, let's do this. I'll make an executive decision here. Okay. Let's... um, Let's talk about water for a minute, because oh, you know we okay. did we did yeah. have Paul on yesterday. Yep, talking Synergy about uh, the Echo Water, and, and that, uh, that RSB
0: fifteen code. No one else has that,
4: folks. That's you right. get the best
0: deal ever. So this
4: was in the news today. I don't think it's a it's a shock, mm-hmm. but it's yet just another study that's come out that's showing that. Uh, and I actually I have a kind of a thought about this after we we talk about this, but uh, yet another example of another chemical in something that we've been using forever, for years, decades, you know, probably as long as we've been alive, bottled water's been around.
0: Is this the, the answer to toxic masculinity? Just drink uh, xenoestrogenic plastic and and then become feminized? That's one of the problems. Well, you plastic know, bottles it,
4: for they water. covered the BPA situation a while back, and so, yeah. you know, if you've noticed, when you go to the store and you buy plastic stuff, most of the stuff you buy unless you buy it like at a dollar store. Mm-hmm. Uh they've they've changed it and most of it is BPA free now, right? Yeah. You know, because they they go to oh, all BPA is bad. What they haven't done at this point yet is for the most part gotten rid of these phthalates. I
0: don't think yeah, do they phthalates. have to
4: put a pH in front of that. Phthalates. It makes it makes me sound like Sylvester the Cat.
0: Well, yeah, know? and also what was Thuffer Bill in Fuck Do you remember Bill the Cat from Bloom County? Is it was it Bloom? Yes, and you said Ack. And he's but also there was a pff- Sound too. Oh yeah, because a PF. P-
4: it was PFFT. I think it was. Yeah,
0: H. That th- th- yeah. Yeah. But now like we're talking phthalates. Yeah. And those are nasty things too. They're there, and that's another part of the problem of, you know, even in the water bottles, you just have water in there, and there's leaching that happens. And, uh, well, what do I say about the colloidal silver? Why does the bioactive silver hydrosol? Why sovereign silver packaging glass and not plastic? Because leaching happens. And these companies that put their silver products in plastic, that's not a good idea any more than water storing in plastic. I know that there are more benign and inert perhaps forms of these plastics, uh, and I acknowledge that. But most of the things that you get in the supermarket, grocery stores with water and other things in it are not that. So be careful. There are forms that, yeah, it probably are inert and don't don't leach in under normal circumstances, but uh, just be cautious. What are, What else in this article about, Plastic bottles for water well, and other things. I mean, they're
4: they're they're pointing out the phthalates. They're pointing out also PFAS, which is the forever
0: mm-hmm. chemical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, endocrine disrupting compounds. Like we don't have enough hormone problems. Yeah,
4: and it's just you know the, the the thing that gets me is that it's very it's it's frustrating and it's intimidating to a certain extent because. And I've said this for a long time, and as time goes on, we see more and more studies that are just proving my point right, not just I'm not unique in having this point, but that we are surrounded. I mean it's everywhere. in everything that you know, I, I, sitting here in front of my computer, I am surrounded by, and I can't help it, in plastic and rubber and, and, and you know fire retardant. I mean it just it's everywhere. Everything you sit on, everything you touch, the car you drive, you know, it's the clothes you wear. You're just completely surrounded by this stuff. And it's just very intimidating because it's like you almost, unless you made your own clothing, you know, and lived out in the wilderness or something like that, there's really no way to get away from it. And so it's almost like, it's it's almost like you, I suppose you can try and reduce your exposure as much as you can mm-hmm. But it's like you almost have to be really focused on detoxification 24 hours a day seven days a week
0: Yeah, well, what have I said that if you're not doing something to support your excretory elimination system, I mean you
4: have to yeah. and It's no wonder so many people get sick
0: mm-hmm cancer. You know, and because things, not
4: only yeah. are you exposed to this on a daily basis now but think about all the things that we have used and been exposed to since we were born that yeah. we didn't even know at the time was bad. Because, you know, At the time, it was like all this amazing stuff that we've invented, right? Look how yeah.
0: smart we are. How have you communicated that to your local sphere of influence, primarily your family and your next generation, like the kids and maybe the grandkids are not old enough yet to know this stuff? I'm but pretty, the importance you know, of I'm, things they grew up with, and we were all unconscious of for much of our young lives.
4: Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. My daughters more than my sons, but mm-hmm. um, the, you know that that you know, they're at least conscious of it and make an effort, mm-hmm. you know, on that type of stuff. Um, but there's a lot of people that just no, they, don't, they still don't. They don't and, know,
0: you know. And and what's worse, of course, with the inflationary spiral we're in, making the things that you know maybe people were spending what they perceived to be extra on cleaner foods making it harder for them because everything's gone up and you know that goes up in you know sometimes even more and and so making people choose between healthy food or food at all yeah. instance, that's still that, part of the dilemma that's where we, something
4: like this comes in and we're good lucky point, yeah. that we we, about we that. have access to stuff like this mm-hmm. with the you know the clean
0: zeolites you still have the banner up for the the zeolites, or the, the to get access to that? Because Ye- usually a good deal. Yeah,
4: yeah, there is there's actually a banner up on the website. It's it's, it's just a, a picture mm-hmm. of the of the. It's one of the, the simplest and,
0: things you can do a colloidal zeolite spray like that. And uh, since uh, I'm day. just
4: showing that, by the way, next month we're going to be talking about something else.
0: Okay, go full screen on that if you don't mind. I can want you to click fulvic, it? while I hold it here? Yeah, yeah. Fulvic Minerals, and okay, look at that Ta-da. micronutrient and gut support yes all right excellent so we've got another we'll be talking option. about
4: this next week okay or not next week next month yeah. um something else that we're, so gonna, we're gonna, gonna have introduce. an
0: incredible deal available for everybody to try that
4: uh you know rumor has it we may do the same type of deal that we did with the uh, pure body extra seriously the five dollar deal
0: holy to moly yeah. we'll do that again nope yep. uh, man dude all right get ready y'all get the five bucks out that might be the case that then, then everybody's gonna at least try it If you like it, you'll stay on it. So that's cool. I appreciate that. That is very cool.
4: So anyway. Yeah. All right. Plastic, chemicals. So, yeah,
0: get the echo water, the Synergy Science. We talked about a wide variety of options for whole house purification systems to, uh, you know, point of use. uh, And also ones that you provide your cleaner filtered water in to get the hydrogen in there as well. And remember, the Synergy Science we've got linked up, or if you just go there directly, RSB 15 and nobody has that code that's us that's you to get the best discount available anywhere so thank you to paul and synergy science for making that possible for everybody all right look you want you got something mm, no you're about to- i'll lead. I'll, I'll follow your lead where did okay you i was going to go, gonna go to this other defender article uh by Ky- well, kaiser health news and, and it's like shocking is that's uh, totally where i was going to go to you are okay right. good we're on the same page and this relates to what you know, you bear a child in a hospital because you you think that's just normal. That's what everybody does. And then you find out they take, you know, a a, a a heel prick and they get blood from your baby. Now, they claim it's like we want to check PKU or different things, yet they hold on to that sample, apparently. You didn't know that. They hold on to it for what purpose? What illicit purpose will they use it for? Your child's DNA, your child's blood is now held in a government vault somewhere in a database somewhere for what purpose? And did you know that when you went in to have that baby there, that they were going to do that and then hold it. Could that be used one day against you or your child? And I will just remind you folks, if you are basically healthy and don't have a lot of genuine concerns because of previous problems in, in childbirth and labor, we used to give babies, get, bring babies into the planet and they weren't in hospitals. We had midwives and doulas, and people gave birth at at home, some water births and tubs, whatever, and that was normal. And now that's like the outlying thing, and sometimes they'll say, oh, that's a, it's a criminal act to have a baby at home. Really? And in that case, you don't have to battle with the governmental uh, totalitarians that want to make your child a vessel of the state by giving them a birth certificate, like you birth a ship onto the sea or numbering them like cattle because the social security administration wants to make sure your child is collateral for a debt that clearly mathematically can never actually be repaid. And so having a baby at home, you can record the baby's birth in the family Bible or however you do it like it used to be done. You can put it on the miscellaneous documents to record the birth of your child, a live birth happened. There are any number of ways that you can do this. And in fact, you know, when you get married, how about considering getting married without asking permission of the state? They want to grant you a license. You need a permission slip from the state to identify the love of your life and come into holy matrimony if you perceive it to be so between you, your mate, and God. You want the state involved in that relationship? Really? That's a contractual relationship. We did not. I did not. And we didn't do that either. And so for those of you young enough to, to not go into that for the first time, really take a deep dive into those subjects to recognize that you are made collateral. You you know, these are contracts of adhesion. They don't want you to know about.
4: Now, here's some interesting stuff because I, I like, I'm hoping many people, I'm hoping I'm not the, like the guy with the dunce cap sitting in the corner. I I really did not know about the fact that they, they kept that. All right. Mm -hmm. And so I just started digging around while you were talking here. And yeah. I came across a website here. Let me uh, see if I can put it up here. Uh, and it's called the International Standards for Storing Samples. Mm-hmm. And I did not know this, that apparently... Let's see, is it up on the screen now? Yes, it is. There it is, yeah. Okay. This is an article written back in 2012. And they say here that um the 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 standards for storing samples varies widely across the world Mm -hmm. and apparently there were some issues in ireland where there was a a suit that was that was uh filed and they had to destroy because people didn't know when they found out about it they went and they, they destroyed the things in the uk the samples are used for public health research and parents are informed of it There's a storage uh, guideline of five years for hospitals. Some some, uh, store them for 20 years or more. Uh, Look at this, though. We were just talking about New Zealand, right? Mm -hmm. In New Zealand, last year, this was in 2012. It might be different now because this is like 10 years ago, but at least then it says that uh, New Zealand legislated to retain its 40-year archive of samples But to improve safeguards, which I don't understand
0: what that means. Safeguards for what? Safeguards for what? I mean, they're talking about holding these things for over 100 years.
4: And New Zealand decided at that time potential benefits of permanent retention were significant.
0: Really? What are those benefits? Do they spell them out?
4: Now, in the U.S., it says policy is very – and again, this is 10 years old. Things may have changed, but at least then. uh, They say here, Minnesota began destroying more than a million samples after a court ruling – and in a 2009 uh, case in Texas saw 5 million tests destroyed. So it's almost like it was, we're going to do this now and apologize later, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oh, shoot. Oh, well, okay, you took us to court. Yeah, we'll go mm-hmm. ahead and destroy them. But if people hadn't found out about it, you had no questioned idea. it, and looked into it, uh-huh. and then eventually taken them to court, that stuff would have just held. And Why?
0: Again, you enter into the hospital system. You don't realize how much of your bodily autonomy you're you're giving up. And, you know, those who simply question, I I think there was a story about Candace Owens and her, she had a second child recently in a hospital and how they tried to call CPS, Child Protective Services, on her because she refused jabs and, you know, needles and all kinds of things. And, and folks, it's a dangerous scenario just from a life and death perspective, but just from a freedom perspective, entering into a hospital system. We got to do better. We got to set up something that actually honors individual liberty, sovereignty, sanctity of, of the humans that are brought onto this planet and to not make them collateral for a debt that mathematically can't be repaid. For instance, to, to create them as artificial creations of the state, to make them subject to the jurisdiction of unconstitutional De facto governance. Now, I, I know I'm talking US focused discussion here at this point. I know we've got people all around the world, but that's something not many people have considered. You know, if you live in the kingdom in, in Britain, you're not sovereign by the grace of God. You know, you're a subject of the monarchy. Now, maybe that doesn't have a, a meaningful impact in your life other than, you know, you lose the queen and you're a little sad. I don't know for some of you that listen on UK Health Radio if that's still the case, but. Uh, The reality is our American form of governance was set up so that no longer would we be subject to kings and queens and emperors, but now we're subject to a bureaucratic oligarchy by deception. You're born in a hospital and they say, here, here's the birth certificate. Sorry, don't want one. I refuse it. Sorry. Oh, you can't? I can't? You mean I can't? Oh yeah, well you signed the dotted line when you admitted it on and on it goes. Here's a number. I don't want that number. Yeah, there are ways you can address that in-house, but ideally, don't enter into their jurisdiction. Give your kids the opportunity to be born into Zion, so to speak, and let them, when they're 18 or so uh, age of majority, give them the parameters with which they can make an informed, conscious decision whether they want to enter into those jurisdictions or whether they want to remain free. Is that too much to consider? I'm grateful that I woke up in time and researched this in time to give my kids that opportunity to make the choice instead of being subjected to it because everybody's doing it. Everybody does it little Johnny. You can jump off the clip because all your friends do. No, no mom. That's stupid. Right. But that is what we do and masked in the consciousness of the collective. Uh, there are two weeks apparently according to the Alliance for natural health, will there be a, maybe a doomsday for supplements in America. The Alliance for Natural Health USA, ANH-USA.org is reporting that Senator Dick Durbin's supplement attack is not dead yet. Pat Murray, Democrat from Washington, also working on this, trying to put this in uh, you know, a critical resolution to keep the, the government funded. Why are dietary supplement regulations in such a bill? Because they can't get it done any other way. So if you go to this page at anh-usa.org, there's easy access to get your Representatives made aware of your opposition to mandatory filing for supplements, which would eliminate them from the market, basically, opposing Senate Bill 4090 and any attempts to attach supplement mandatory product listing to drug user fee fee reauthorization legislation. So please take care of that if you're in America. And finally, I express gratitude for you all, hopefully often enough that you really know I mean it. And I'm so grateful for you just being here. Sharing the show would be amazing. If you're already doing that, thank you, thank you, thank you. If Pat would send me some of that organic apple crisp, that would be even more amazing. I'm still grateful for you, Pat, even if you don't. Uh, But there's a story here as we wrap up uh, today's show, heading to the weekend. And if you want to be part of the bonus round and see me embarrass myself, uh, yeah, Super Don's going to reveal that apparently. Headline reads, expressing gratitude may be true key to happiness, according to a survey. I believe that, you know, when you find gratitude in all things, even the things that you don't like, you find the blessings of maybe liberty, but certainly the blessings of a lot of things are bestowed on you. And you find out that even the things you don't like are blessings in disguise to help guide you back to the point where you're like, oh, this is what I wanted. I didn't know that until I knew what I didn't want by experiencing that. And for many of us going through the loss of liberty, it's the recognition that it's more than lip service. It's more than a word. It's a state of being. It's a state of consciousness. And when you lose it, you suddenly find out how valuable it is. And until you want freedom, as desperately as you want air, oxygen, while your head is being held underwater forcibly against your will, you might not be willing to do the things that you consider right now inconvenient, uncomfortable. But if you keep sliding down or letting this slide down into into various states of tyranny, some of which we've discussed on the show today, Man, it's a whole lot harder to get it back than it is to maintain it, but it takes effort and diligence and vigilance and, you know, effort that's inconvenient to maintain it. But it looks like we've got some work to do to restore it. I'm here for you. If you're here for me, or even if you're not, we're here with this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. Cause without health freedom, there is no freedom. Isn't that right? So get ready for a bonus round. I'm going to run and hide. Super Don's getting something ready for you. If you want to stick around be back in about 60 seconds. If it's a podcast, it's a blip. And I don't know how we're going to play this without getting banned either. So that might be an issue too. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks to our friends in, in uh, New Zealand as well. God bless you all. The power to heal is truly yours. back ever so quickly to go into the bonus round heading into the weekend my friend and you have a poll question of the day as you sent out through the newsletter if you're on the email list you know it you got it hopefully it's not in your spam folder but yeah. just text rsb to 22828 and you could be part of it and you told me today that you borrowed this poll did you give attribution i don't want to get in trouble from no but i'm going to you
4: right now okay. as i show it Okay. Uh, I saw I saw this poll actually. Cheryl Atkinson uh, did this poll, and I was curious. I was like, Yeah, I wonder if I did the, ask the same question, will we get the same result? Mm-hmm. And so here's the question: What, or excuse me, which propaganda is currently a more imminent threat to our way of life? Which propaganda is currently more an imminent threat to our way of life? Uh, your your options are Russian propaganda, U.S. propaganda. Both, neither, or not sure. So which propaganda, Russian propaganda or U.S. propaganda, is currently more of an imminent threat to our way of life?
0: I'm going to say our audience is going to say U.S. propaganda because they're very aware of what's happening in our country by the government that we perceive that we have. Um, So I'm going to think that's in the lead by a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah, huge. Both is a good answer, too. I mean, yeah, there's propaganda by Russia, too, but it pales in comparison to our own. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So interestingly enough, her result, now, you know, to be fair, not everybody has had a chance to vote on this yet. Okay. Um, and so, and the, the results of this will be, I always show the results of the previous poll in the in next day's newsletter. newsletter, Yeah. which would be Monday. So it'll go yeah. over the weekend. I think on the one that she had, she had like 90%. 90 something that said u.s propaganda wow okay um i kind of like this result a little bit better yeah. because i think it's more i think it's a i think it's a better answer mm-hmm. because is there such a thing as russian propaganda of course there of course is, there is yeah. there's chinese propaganda and mm-hmm. there's you know i mean it's like it, yeah it's it's a real thing there so i think i think both is a is a better answer personally. look at the new but zealand propaganda
0: we covered new zealand <laughs>
4: exactly Exactly. So appreciate you guys participating. in That there is a poll of the day every day on every newsletter. Mm-hmm. That you can participate in as well as get the getting the uh, the news
0: of the day as upcoming I, events. As I see it webinars that you can sign on to. Healthy lungs webinar, all that. Correct. Wow! Look at this. Uh, as Stephen put in there about intimidation for speaking out, freedom of speech, threats here in America. Look at this. The FBI has seized my pillows CEO Mike Lindell's phone.
4: Oh yeah, I saw that.
0: Why do they want his phone?
4: Well, it's all part it's all part of the uh I believe part of the whole Trump thing, you know, <laughs> that they're trying to get him on so there's he's not alone in having stuff seized, but apparently mm-hmm. the story as it goes was that he was like at a restaurant or something, I think. Yeah. And suddenly it's like the FBI just showed up and surrounded him and they took his phone and and whatever else he had and mm-hmm. and left. <laughs> so wow yeah he was talking about that i don't know a couple days ago
0: gretel sends a nice message in her chat room there's a few young women we know she says who are building relationships with nearby doulas and midwives so they are getting their freedom ducks in a row for when they are ready to start their families that's what i'm talking about plan ahead don't like oh i don't know what i'm going to do to let yes plan ahead to make that outside of the jurisdiction you know of the all-encompassing tyrannical state, even in America, where they want to claim ownership over you and convince you, trick you into jurisdictioning your babies into their domain. Uh, Oh, real quick, experts question the role of White Mulberry in the death of Congressman's wife. We covered this story when it happened originally. And there's more information about it that this woman, Lori McClintock, Lori McClintock, the wife of U.S. Representative Tom McClintock, a Republican out of California. And I remember I was confused if he was on the show before. He was not. But years ago, we covered, you know, some of I think he was running for governor years ago, et cetera. But his wife died of an inflammation of the stomach and intestines. And they say it was caused by adverse effects of white mulberry leaf ingestion. Now, How do they determine this? Apparently, they found an undigested fraction of a leaf in her stomach.
4: There's a lot of holes in this, and th- this is the reason why I thought it was worth mentioning today, because apparently the coroner mm-hmm. um, did not explain in any detail or give any kind of records that would explain why she determined that the white mulberry leaf is th- what killed her. Yeah, uh, And then you've got you know some, some statements here from some people, uh, like this guy here. He's the principal scientist at the University of Mississippi's National Center for Natural Products Research, and he says it would literally take bushel baskets yeah. of white mulberry leaves to cause some type of untoward effect, and even then, you don't see anything lethal. Right. Um, and so, so how it's, does this
0: coroner come up with this conclusion?
4: It's really weird. It's really weird. And you know, when I first saw the story, it, I just got the vibe that it was like, okay, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. you know, first off, a lot of people are immediately going to want to blame. Natural supplement, Mm -hmm. just because they have a biased opinion. But in in this case, you just look at what what they found. It was like a Mm -hmm. a part of a partially digested mulberry one Mm -hmm. mulberry leaf Mm -hmm. in her stomach, and the coroner just decides to say, "Oh, that's what killed her." So,
0: so the uh, lab, independent lab that was commissioned, they found elevated levels of urea, nitrogen, sodium, and creatinine—all signs of dehydration. In addition, to, she had some gastrointestinal issues. But, yeah, you're right. It's absurd to point to the white mulberry leaf that they found. A partially a little digested of it.
4: mulberry leaf, yeah. yeah.
0: That's the absurd bias that we see in there. And there are people that want to, what, take advantage of this like Dick Durbin to say, see, and see, then, I told then, you.
4: Yeah, and then you had news outlets like the story that we covered on on the day that we brought it up. Mm-hmm. That jump on, oh my goodness, see, this is the reason why these supplements are dangerous, because they're not regulated by the FDA, yada, 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 yada. Now, if it turns out that the the consensus becomes that the mulberry leaf did not cause her death, which logic would say that is is the case, mm-hmm. how many of these news outlets are going are gonna to retract their story?
0: Oh, they'll, they'll forget None. they ever did it, yeah.
4: None. Even though they were dead wrong on on what it is they were saying, none of them are gonna go, oh, we're sorry. Turns out that, you know, we jumped the gun, you know, we we jumped the conclusion. No, none of them will do that. That'll be in print forever, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway. There you go. All right. Now, my concern about what you're doing is less about embarrassing myself in reality, but
4: don't worry about it. It's not we're not playing. Okay. The song that was on the album. Okay. Uh, it, this is this is a a to do a, a cover, karaoke thing. You can do it. You can totally do that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, it was with yeah. a live band, so it wasn't technically. Yeah. Karaoke. No, you're fine. Yeah. And I didn't no. hear. I didn't hear the track singing. It was all what my memory was. The <laughs> so the delirious. the
4: copyrights thing only works on 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 music that is original. Okay not on on you or or anybody's okay doing so yeah
0: so rachel my friend who owns the gym that i go to she has been in a cover band called no limits for years and mm-hmm. i saw them on youtube if you if you look them up no limits cover band they're like one of the top two or three in the nation traveling around the country every weekend to play parties and events and they are top flight musicianship i was blown away great mixing sound and everything and I was excited because she was doing a member appreciation thing, and she was coming out of retirement because when she had her baby, she's like, "I'm done, I'm over, I've been doing it for long enough." And so I was looking forward to it, to bring the, uh, my wife, and we got to hang out, some friends come, and 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 just enjoy a night like at a concert, but you're jamming and dancing. It's all about that, having mm-hmm. fun. And she threatened that she was going to bring me up on stage, <laughs> and, and I and she knows that the only song, the only thing I can sing in any way, shape, or form that doesn't resemble scratching a chalkboard is to give me a Neil Diamond song. I, I, I can do that. I grew up with it. So it's like, even though I'm not a singer, I don't proclaim to be, I don't have formal training. I didn't warm up my voice. I never practiced this with the band. God bless them for risking their reputation for doing what they did last night.
4: Well, and before I press play on this, yeah, um, I just want to say that for the 17 years that I've known you, mm-hmm. Any uh, anytime that there was even like a chance that you would be videotaped doing anything singing dancing whatever like that you were so dead set against it man that was not going to happen and you were especially not ever going to let it fall into my hands because yeah. you knew I would do something with it oh you would have been so me. i got I got two things to say here number one uh this morning actually I think it was last night
0: yeah.
4: Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it until this morning, but last night, bing, this video pops up in my in my Skype, and I'm looking at it, and there you are standing on stage, and I'm like, no way. He
0: really sent me the video? you got to be kidding me. This morning, yeah. I watched it. Okay. And my wife did, was, was the one who took the video. I was like, she did a great job, considering and she doesn't like doing any of that stuff.
4: I um, I will let the video speak for itself, but let me just say, I am thoroughly
0: impressed. and, and I, If I, I at least had some warm up time and practice with the band, though. Come I on. Want, I want your autograph. No, <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, All right, guys. We, what are we playing here? The whole thing? Or we're going to we play doing? the whole
4: thing. Uh, uh, it's only four and a half minutes long. Okay. Um, we're in bonus time. It's okay. Cover your eyes. People come have hung ears. around because they wanted to see. Here, my friends, is Robert Scott Be Bell. nice to me. Be nice to me. Robert Scott Bell doing his uh, his rendition of Neil Diamond's "Sweet Caroline."
1: Oh, it's so good. They don't need me anymore.
0: Brandon, don't let her retire.
1: Granted, I the band made way more money than Jim, so no, just kidding. Todd's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. All right, you ready to sing this for us, Rob? This
0: is the only thing I can
1: do. Okay, and Paul, you know what we're playing now, right?
0: They could be destroying their whole reputation Great. right now. They don't even know. Oh, yeah, don't worry. You'll hear the horns and everything.
1: From the beginning, the whole thing. And you guys better help them out. Yeah, help them out. You can it. Oh, yeah. You're ready for this. can't begin to know it but that I know that it's growing strong Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah. was in the spring and spring became the summer who have believe that you'd all come along oh he should be in the band I think Pants. everybody show us your hands Judging hands, reaching out, judging me, judging you. No! Yeah.
0: I just have to say, it was just an experience. That I, I dude I couldn't have uh, imagined. Uh, I I,
4: I you yeah. know as much as I wanted to make fun of you, yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that was really good. Uh, that was look, who I, knew all this time when you're sitting there like making fun of yourself. Mm. I mean, I remember when we did the Copacabana thing. Yeah, and you were just like, you I know, can't, I,
0: I can't, I can't sing. I like. You know, we make fun about Barry Manilow. I can't sing Barry Manilow. I, yeah. I,
4: well, but, neither can I. I. I just, I can keep a tune for the most part. But I, it's well, like, dude, that was like,
0: that
4: was really good. Should I join I mean, her
0: band like that? <laughs> that was, I was
4: very impressed with Look, that. Look, I, I wish I
0: had a warm-up and a vocal coach and practice with the band, but... Rachel, God bless you. Thank you for risking your reputation for bringing me on stage to do that. My, you know, my dad uh, obviously had a, a diehard Neil Diamond fan introduced the whole family to it back in the se- early 70s when I was a kid. Uh, eventually, you know, got us connected to the Neil Diamond fan club. I've told stories about this over the years and, you know, getting to meet Neil Diamond at a concert in 1977 in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, we went backstage. He gave us tickets down on the floor and so it's like been part of my life. You know, the sounds and songs of Neil Diamond. So I grew up singing it. And yet, again, that's the only thing I proclaimed that I could even potentially sing. And there it was for the first time doing that with a live band. Just crazy to do it, but uh, fun too. It. I have to say, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I want to thank Rachel and the band No Limits. They are incredibly talented. And then after we did that, a bass player that was with them for many years had retired a couple of years ago, was in the audience. She brought him on, and they did one of the greatest renditions of. Play that funky music, white boy. Oh, yeah. Just hitting the slap in the bass. It was great. So The whole night was a lot of fun. And again, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe you showed it. And I'm glad that it wasn't a train wreck. But still, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, did I even hit that? I don't know. Anyway.
4: I am glad I showed it because it deserved to be shown. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by
0: the way, as seven. you're going to show some of these comments, my dad actually... Uh, you know, this just show how hardcore he was of a Diamond fan. Back in the day, he used to fly to cities when he was a traveling salesman, to, uh, co- correspond to the, date, the dates and uh, concerts, so we went and saw him. And he even had a sequence shirt made by one of the people that made a sequence shirt for Neil Diamond. And he would do his rendition, he would do presentations at his singles group through the church he was at at the time, Roswell United Methodist Church. And so there's a lot of history there. Dad would have loved to do that. So it was just, Fun and heartwarming to be able to do that. So, anyway, so what do we got here? That was awesome. People are too nice. They're being too nice. I think
4: they're not. They're being honest, and it's true. That was I. I just whatever. I like. I had. I am like, dude. Like I said, I want to totally poke fun at you, but I can't. (laughs) It was. It was. That was really cool.
0: I could look. I could do that if we talk about not secret wishes, but it's like, would I enjoy doing Neil Diamond like that with a live band? Yes honestly it was fun and And i did and And i enjoyed it it was like it'd be even better if i had practice and everything but regardless it was like one of those things i can like notch off a little bucket list to go well i did that if that ever happens again that's it's still okay but that was fun that was fun and that wasn't as you know probably i've said this sweet carolina is one of my least favorite neil diamond songs even though everybody loves it. it's like it's so overplayed on a there's so many other songs people love it though
4: yeah. And do. it's a fun song. It's a, par- a participation song and people will mm-hmm. have a lot
0: of fun with that. So, yeah.
4: in any case, dude, you're awesome.
0: Dude, Good job. Thank you, Super Don, for not making fun of me. <laughs> 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 Hopefully, we don't get banned now everywhere. Nah, we won't. Bolden, this is the best thing ever. Bolden, I would I wanted to see you do some karaoke
4: or something. What's going on. Bold, right? you know, but I think yeah. Bolden would do it too. Yeah. He comes it, it just I get the under the right circumstances, I have a feeling he's he's done karaoke before. Yeah, Something right. Something tells me.
0: All right, so Super D, as we wrap up the show, I hope everybody's okay, their ears are okay, their eyes, they don't <laughs> need to hide their eyes. Um, we don't know what we're doing for Sunday. I'm going to be on the Morgellan Sufferers group tomorrow morning, their call. They're, they're, they do a weekly call. I'm on every once in a while um, with okay. Mel and the group, crew. So if you're part of that, we'll see you there or hear, hear me there. Uh, Sunday, we don't have plans. We've got to figure out what to do for at least an hour of the show.
4: Yeah, we'll record something tomorrow. As long as you've got time to do it, we'll...
0: And apparently, if this is right—if I'm reading the calendar right—Monday, we'll have uh, Steve Kirsch on. The millionaire. Yeah, that's millionaire, a development uh, that's
4: happened. That must have happened overnight. Some Substack,
0: right? and he's he's pushing, you know, the agenda. Well, let me see. He's pushing back against the agenda, the COVID shot agenda, in that regard. So that could be interesting.
4: I blinked, and somehow Steve Kirsch ended up on the calendar. So yeah, looking forward to that. Also, uh,
0: AMA next week.
4: Well, let's see now. David, do, 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 do. Steve Kirsch is not Monday. Steve Kirsch is a
0: week from Monday.
4: A week from Monday.
0: Oh, we got Amy Lepore on Monday. Amy Lepore will be on in
4: hour one. And David Nino Rodriguez okay, Okay. from Nino's Corner will be be on Monday. So a week from
0: Monday. So the 19th, we have a couple of guests. And next Monday is 26th. Okay. Yes. Well, that's cool. Remember, the U.S. Health Freedom Congress starts up next Friday. And we'll be heading to Minneapolis for that. And I'd love to see you there. Hopefully, you guys are going to be there. We're going to give away. We had a couple of, a bunch of giveaways, in fact, including some uh, Echo Water, Echo Goes. I'm going to have Echo Water. Everybody's going to be drinking hydrogen water all weekend there, which will be great. And I'll be doing some uh, live, uh, and I'll be doing some pre-recorded interviews at that event, too. So, hope to see you in Minneapolis. Clay State
4: Clark Hall. on Tuesday, by the way. And Daniel
0: Harner, Ph.D. Yeah. So, anyway... All right, well, well let's it's go. it's been a good take, week. Take off you, Hoser, and then we figure out what to do for Sunday. Let me know. I've got to run yeah. up because we're getting the, the washer that they replaced, the broken one, they're replacing it. So it was under warranty, apparently. And I've got to go up and take care of it.
4: Gotcha. All right, so you're out of here. I'm out of yeah. here. Yeah. i got to turn off the light, though.
0: Turn off the light, going off the air. All Thank right. you all for a great, great week of broadcast once again. And special thanks as well to Ke- Kelvin Alp and Hannah Spear from New Zealand for being on the show today.
4: All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Uh, Recorded on Sunday, live on Monday. Have a great
0: weekend. Thanks, y'all.